to the PulpMX.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis and the OG K-Dub, Kenny Watson. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. <laughs> And we're live. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Show, the best show on the Internet that's on Pulp MX, anyways, uh, the only show. But we're back after a one-week absence. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me in the studio, as usual, is my uh, gregarious co-host, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Uh, you know, just doing my thing, checking out this uh, 1989 motocross action with Bradshaw. Yeah, I like how you come over here and you just start reading the magazines. Not, not a lot of uh, preparation on your part on these shows. Preparation for what? I got this shit. I pissed perfection, bud. Okay, all right, and fantastic. And joining us in the studio after a little break is my buddy JR. JR, what's up? Hola. Got to pull that thing closer, bud. Thought we're, thought we're good, no? No, pull, pull I, it closer. I think, I think it's your fault on the volume and over there. You okay. Kenny and I turned down. Uh, well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Anytime. And, uh, and once again, you listen to the Pulp MX Show. Tonight's guest, JGR Racing's Josh Grant, is going to be here after a phenomenal ride in the first moto. And uh, a not-so-phenomenal ride in a second moto at Hangtown. He's going to be our guest, as well as uh, ex-co-host of mine, Paul Lindsay. Uh, Watson, any thoughts about Lindsay coming on? Douchebag. Wow. Okay, wow. Right out of the cake. Watson's going to come on with that. No love. Um, uh, it, I thought Ken, uh, Lindsay wanted to come on, and I thought it'd be cool to get him on, and hopefully uh, these guys don't end up in a big shouting match. Or actually, it'd be really cool if they did. At, about the blue flag and Jason Lawrence and Ryan Dungey. Like they almost did one, one week. Uh, that was awesome. Um, much of a sissy to argue. You're also going to get a chance to call in and ask Josh Grant, Paul Lindsay, Jr. Watson, or myself anything that you want at 702-586-7857. And uh, let's, let's run into our sponsors before we get too far in this thing. JGRMX.com. Josh Grant's going to be on the night, so what a nice tie-in for that. JGRMX.com. Same engine and motor suspensions used by Justin Brayton and Josh Grant and used to be Michael Byrne. Leading industry people, shock dinos, fork dinos, motor work, anything you need, check them out, jgrmx.com. There's a few privateers in the classes right now running their motors and suspension package, tremx.com. Free shipping, anything over $100, type in PulpMXShow, all caps, and get a discount on your order. tremx.com is home to the racer's edge, your one-stop shop for all things moto. Also, thexbrand.com, xbrand goggles, the goggles of choice of second moto winner, Michael Essie as well as uh, GNCC points leader right now, Josh Strange, uh, the Moto Concepts Yamaha team with Ryan Sipes, who finished top 10. It's a good day for X-Brand Goggles. And uh, 30% discount for this week. Punch in Xcode 2010, the word Xcode 2010, and go to xbrand.com, E-K-S-brand.com, to, uh, to get a ch- take advantage of that discount. Uh, Hangtown, Watson, you weren't there. Hangtown. Dirt diggers. The dirt, uh, yeah, I, I boycott that place. I don't like it. Uh, I did the, uh, somehow I got a feeling you're going to boycott all 12 rounds of the Nationals. Uh, you never know. Uh, I did a uh, bottom line show that's going to come up on Wednesday, and I tried to get to the bottom of what a dirt digger is, and I, I asked the guy, and he kind of gave me an answer, and then I said, the dirt digglers? And he was like, this interview's over. Wow, just like that. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. He was not. Uh, no humor whatsoever. No, nothing, nothing at all. Those guys are very dry. Oh, hey! Before we get too far into this, I want to do a trivia question because Richard Rockwell watches uh, RockwellTime.com. Look who's rocking Rockwell. Gave me 
some $50 off certificates this weekend. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And that I'm going to use one of them to buy that watch, Kenny, that you stole from me. That guy's, for, that for guy's a web good, guy. dude. I shouldn't even have taken it because I gave it to the uh, MX chick. And uh, oh, you me broke and the MX chick are still not talking. And if you're listening what to MX chick, please come home. I miss you. Wow. <laughs> I'm tearing up in here. No kid. Do you have some tissue? Yeah. Jar? Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> but she's probably not listening, so don't worry about it. But uh, I would okay. Love, I would love. What that, I wanted to talk about. That would be an internet show in and of itself, right there. Uh, everybody, get their pens ready. Steve at directmotocross.com. That's my email address. And the, the question is, I need you guys to name me six of Kenny's riders when he was Moto Triple X team manager. Six riders that rode for Kenny. Any year, any classes. <laughs> That's a great question because I, I don't even know six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Hey, think, no, is I that too think... many? I didn't know. Is that too many? No. No, right? No. no. Okay. All right. So six riders that rode for Kenny. The first two responses to Steve at directmotocross.com will get two fifty dollars. I think off. that's kind of a kind of like a have you ever seen my cousin Vinny when they talk about the car and she goes, There's no such thing. That's a trick question. I think I think that's gonna be super hard because I only think there was six. Really? When I when you were the manager. I was, yeah, I was only there I was there the first two years. I springboarded the thing. Okay. I, 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 I. I did it all myself. You did, me, yes. Me, me, me. Yes. No, Jordan Burns. Do I sound like was somebody a, else? Jordan Burns was an integral part of it. Oh, Jordan Burns. He was the he was the he was <laughs> me and Jordan. Uh, but uh, so anyways, uh, maybe okay, you know what? Maybe you knock it down to four then. Let's go know? four. <laughs> Let's go four. Four riders that rode for Kenny. Kenny, what year is uh, 97, 98, 99? No. For me, it was only 97, 98. Oh, it was? And, well, in 99. Where'd you go in 90? No, 99, I, you worked for Lawrence. Two and a half Oops. years. 97, okay. 98, and 99. Well, you just gave one away, so you can now use Phil Lawrence's name. Now three out of five. <laughs> I thought you were there longer. I was thinking, so uh, the year 98 with the Cowie guys, or with Cowies. Uh, yeah, 97. You got, you got some of those year. guys, yeah. And then 98 was Maybe the someone will get the one guy who only raced one race for you uh, at the Coliseum. Rode for you. Uh, but anyways, three riders that rode for Kenny at Moto Triple X in, in three, two and a half years. Uh, two, first two answers will get $50 off Rockwell Watch. Rockwelltime.com. Thank you, That's Rich. That's awesome. I can see Rockwell dropping their sponsorship already. No. <laughs> Just because your trivia questions are too hard for them. Not even. If you're a true, if you're a true I make fan, it? you'll understand. No, okay, that's they'll they'll figure it out. Because you, you got people posting on the chat room here. So are you taking those, or are they only taking email? No, I got to take email. I can't. I can't. I don't know those dudes. I can't put it on a piece piece of paper. Uh, Fireman Ron, and just, well, actually, that one I could. Yeah, you could. Uh, but rack, I get, rack and trail. I can't just put rack and trail. On dude, the I know board. rack and trail. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, he's from Redbud. He's on the oh, that's track and trail. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so Pulp MX show. Email X, it is dot com, dot com, and uh, Rockwell Time, big sponsors of ours. Uh, Josh Grant, Paul Lindsay are going to be on here, and also don't forget this show will be available on archives probably later tonight. Um, if you want to show it to your buddies or on iTunes uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever you uh, get in. And this, the phone number is 702-586-7857. You're going to be able to call in and talk to uh, one of us on here. We're going to get Josh Grant on shortly. What did you think of Hangtown, Watson? Surprises? Uh, disappointments? Um, what did it look like watching on TV? Uh, the track, I mean, that track's usually really tight. One line, mm -hmm. super rough. I was not there. 
but watching it on TV, it looks like the same piece of shit as it always is. <laughs> uh, bottom line, it's like where you start is pretty much where you finish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, f- maybe f- f- three or four positions. Right. Uh, I, I think uh, it was cool to see the national start and, and get some new blood in there and let these guys, you know, jump, do their thing. And But, uh, you know, I, I Tomac winning, I knew that Eli would be really, really, really fast. I yeah. mean, the kid was raised from the time he was old enough to walk to start riding motorcycles. And his dad, if people don't know, John Tomac, Google it, his dad was one of the top mountain bike racers in the world for a long, long time. And that guy knows how to train. If you don't know this, Johnny O'Mara, back in the day, used to go to Durango, Colorado, and train with with Tomac. Mm -hmm. Antonez, same thing, a lot of guys. John Tomac knows how to train. He knows how to ride a motorcycle. And he has done the right thing with his kid. And the thing I liked about it the most, I'm taking nothing away from the kid. The kid rode awesome, yeah. solid motos, made a couple little mistakes, laughed about it, said, hey, I'm a rookie. you know. Right. But what I did enjoy was when he was on the podium and when he was doing his thing, you see his dad on the other side just with everybody else mm-hmm. just watching. Right. His dad wasn't all up there on his ass, patting him on the back, you know, giving him water. His dad just stood back and absorbed all, you know, everything that was going on. And the only reason I knew who it was, because Tomac, John Tomac, has... The cowboy hat. The cowboy hat. The guy always wears a cowboy hat. Oh, does he? Hat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, that's, if you see his dad, you'll, you'll know who he is. Cause he's he's going to be the only guy that races with a cowboy hat. a cowboy hat. hat. Now everybody's going to... Be rocking them, but yeah, pretty distinct. <laughs> but yeah, the dude, I, yeah. I, I, that really, you know, surprised me to see him win, but really didn't surprise me to see him up there. Um, I know there's a lot of guys that, you know, st- kind of struggled out there. Um, bad starts. You know, I was glad to see like, Will Hahn, you know, get up there and do his thing. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Will Hahn, uh, yeah, whole shot, uh, shot was, twice. Yeah, whole shot twice. There was a red flag. I'm not sure if they showed it on TV. I haven't yeah, got a chance yeah. to watch it. And, uh, yeah, pulled the. But then pulled the whole shot and stayed strong all moto. So good for Will Hahn. Yeah, I yeah. thought, like, I talked to some people, like, you know, that were up there, and I asked about Will, and I said, what, did he just get tired? He fade? And they said, no, he rode good. He stayed in that pack. Yeah, yeah. You I know? mean, the lights class is just, you throw a blanket over him, you know? I mean, it's just insane. How did the moto concept guys do? <clears throat> the uh-huh. 250 guys? Uh-huh. Uh, Baker ran 10th in the second moto. Uh, uh-huh. Never saw Vince Freeze all day. I don't think he scored any points. And Baker so had a tough first moto. is that good? That's not good, no. Okay. What about what about uh, the Valley Motorsports guy? How did that how did that go in the four fifty class? Uh, not good for Valley. No, not good. Burner. You, I, burner. I kind of like. Burn, I back. Hold on a second. Let's uh, just for the record. Uh, burner. Bernie Reardon were below. Burner 15th. went twelve twenty four. Uh, Cunningham went twenty thirty nine, and Reardon went seventeen fourteen. Reardon was the best with a fifteenth overall. You want to talk about what you were telling me on the phone yesterday? If you were. Chad Lanza of Valley Yamaha? I would be Do you want to talk about it or no? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. I mean, I I, I know Chad a little bit, and I'm cool, and this is what I, I my feeling. Kenny Watson would do. And I know that that guy has passion for the sport, and I even talk to people that are super close to that team, and I don't understand why you would go and hire three dudes and go to a national knowing you're not going to win. Okay, Supercross, there's a show, and that I understand. My team, you don't see Hart and Hunting at the Nationals for one reason, because we know we're going to get our asses kicked. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's no reason to go out there and spend all that money and jack your equipment up 
and, and go out there and do that for no reason. Right. It's, it's right. stupid. And I'm not saying they're stupid or he's stupid. I know they're trying to build a program, and I know they have sponsorship money that they have to go race maybe because they have it. But on the back end, I think I'd rather pay a little bit of a fine. Yeah, yeah. Pay, and pay, then go pay out. Rockstar their money back. If you do the math, if you have three riders, that's mm -hmm. three mechanics. That's flights for all three guys. You know, you get yeah. hotels. All those guys get their own rooms. Yeah. So they're all hotels. There's just a lot of money being out on the table for nothing. And I'm not saying no disrespect to those three riders. Yeah. But they're going to struggle. They I don't are gonna understand struggle. how Reardon even got a ride. I don't <sighs> know how that dude. I mean, I don't know. I guess he beats Reed in Australia. And uh, next thing you know, he's got. I mean, I don't, I don't, he hasn't done anything to justify. I know he's not getting paid really anything on Valley, but uh, he hasn't done much to justify even getting expenses paid in my mind. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I, that's just uh, I, I, my, for me, I think it's just a, a bad, bad deal. Uh, a couple guys who did great, Sipes and Metcalf. Sipes was in the mix all day, yep. and Metcalf at times in the first moto was the fastest guy on the track. Sipes, uh, I, I, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Sipes is a good, good, good rider. Yeah. And he, I mean, he showed, he's a big guy too. Yeah, and him riding that light spike, you know, I think some of his crashing and stuff in Supercross was mm -hmm. because of his size. Um, I think, uh, you know, Medi, he's he's a veteran, dude. Yeah, everyone's like Metcalf, dude. Metcalf. People kind of forget about him, dude. I I remember that dude when he first got here, number one twenty three on the two KTM one twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Riced against the four strokes back in the day when everyone was on him, throwing it to him. Right. I mean, he's been around, dude, and that guy has speed. Everyone that he's racing against, mm -hmm. he rode against in the lights. <clears throat> They're all 450s now, but right. he rode against them with the lights and bang bars. There's no difference. Right. He's just on a, a bigger bike. Right. So you're not surprised by his 4 no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, you surprised by Mike Alessi going 4-1? Not at all. Dominating second moto? Not at all. No? Mm -mm. Bike, nothing, nothing surprising about that, Watson? Nope. Wow. What? No. It's a surprise I, to me. I like the guy. But I, I, I know I, that he works hard. You know I, what I mean? Well, yeah, but... First race in a year. Surprise! Um, You're surprised because of issues prior uh, well, to the season starting. Uh, the bike. The, <laughs> Mike told me on Friday that the KTM guys are like, "We've never tested the bike in this hot of weather," and it was like 73 and windy. Well, you know what the, <laughs> the bottom line is, though. I think with that whole deal with Mike, I'm <laughs> very, very stoked for him that he went to that racetrack for his first race on that bike. Yeah, because he has that place dialed. Yeah, he yeah. has that place That's dialed. True. He's been, yeah. He grew up racing there. I mean, yeah. he's from SoCal, but, you know, from all the Golden States and Transcals right. and, you know, all the races that they've had up north, he's probably raced there probably much as anybody besides a local. Yeah, yeah. Even no, he was – I mean, I, 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 I like Eric Nye. He didn't score any points this weekend. I'm very disappointed in Eric Nye. I left you tongue-tied there, didn't I, throwing that yeah. name at you? Uh, you did. You did. I didn't think you really followed the sport enough to know who Eric Nye was. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, of course you do. Uh, wow, these two are facing off, man. I'm just kidding. Yeah, We're just warming up for our caller. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, um, <clears throat> I just thought the bike 350. I'm not, I'm not sold on that. I'm still not sold on that. But damn, really? God damn, it looked good this weekend. He looked good, and he just motored away from those dudes. That bike. I mean, I, I, I watched. Michael Lessie's a winner. Yes, he, he is. Yes, he is. Just ask him. <laughs> He told me that on Friday. Even if he goes for one. <laughs> hey, did you see for his interview? People overall. were wondering, <laughs> uh, after the second moto, he did a victory lap. Oh, yeah. And then he pulled his bike onto the podium. And a lot of other teams are like... WTF? He didn't win. Yeah. Like, he, didn't, he won the moto, but he didn't win the overall. And he's, he thought he won. He's he pumping he his fist. And, I mean, he was very excited. It's yeah. just one of those things that Mike does that makes you laugh. The thing that made me laugh was, and I'm a, I'm a less, I like Michael Essie, 
his was his interview. Yeah. About KTM having the best bike, go buy one. Go buy one. Yeah. Get one today. Yeah. Where are you wow. going to buy one? Where are you going to buy a 350 from right now? That's what I thought. <laughs> I, first thing out of my mouth was, where? <laughs> Love to buy one. Where is it? Uh, now he was good. Reedy surprised me, too. Reedy flicked a switch, man, and he looked really good, and and, and, and good for him. Uh, Ken DeDiker was there, JP rider. Uh, Who? Ken DeDiker. Is he a hockey player? No, he's a motocrosser. Where does he ride? In Europe. I don't know who he is. I know. He did all right, uh, considering coming. Ryan Dungey, not good. No? Not good. Like, first moto, like three laps in a row, he was in 15th, which may lend credence to your one-line track, hard to get by. Like, a, a dude like Ryan Dudgy doesn't sit in 15th for three laps, but literally, three laps, I'm like, 14, 15, 14, 15. God damn, he's still 15th, you know? You're like, going to hear it here first. That dude's putting his head down. He's going back to Florida, uh-huh. and I could guarantee, I, I will put it out there, that that dude will be up there next race what race is i mean maybe off to rough start lack of you know yeah testing or whatnot or hell even just parking i'd be yeah. parking I want my a lot of times title. a lot of times i've been there on teams too and maybe you have watson when things are tight in supercross points wise or whatever the riders often throw themselves right into supercross they do not even worry about yeah. testing for outdoors about riding outdoors about doing anything with outdoors because they have a title to concentrate on and sure. so a lot of times it takes them a round or two to catch up but uh Another couple got three guys. Other three other three. What's the matter, Watson? I cannot go on with this show any longer. Why? What's wrong? You need something to dip with. I need my dip. Oh, yeah. it's in the car. Can you finish that uh, beer? No, Jr. No, no I, you're not my, listening. My can is His in the dip. car. Oh, the dip itself. It's not physically. Do you want here. it? Would you like to leave and go get it? I would love to leave and go get it. <laughs> you're excused. This is where you Thank play you. the Price Is Right music, like on Bubba Sponge. You. Yeah, you're excused. It's officially hey, a two-man Kenny. show now. Hey. I might leave. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he just slams his mic down. Doesn't like yeah, that. Regardless of what our ears are going. Yeah, through. yeah. It doesn't matter. Slams it. Are you leaving or not? I gotta check my Twitter first. Give me you your never phone. No, the MX chick should could be Twitter. Uh, let me see your phone. <laughs> I'm taking your phone. I tried to take his phone. Yeah, well, hey, he's broken hearted, dude. <clears throat> he is. He is broken hearted. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk to Watson a little bit, but three guys who struggled. Nick Way, yes. Grant Langston, and Sean Hamblin, Jr. Uh, Hamlin, not good. Hamlin, I would think, gets, gets the mulligan out of all three. Does he? He gets uh, mulligan because first race uh, I mean, and all you know, that. Yeah, 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 it's not like he raced soupy. It's not like he even had a team. Uh, you know, I mean, there's so many variables that are unknown for him uh-huh. before Hangtown mm-hmm. versus the other two, uh, not so much. So not so much, yeah. I would say if you're going to give a mulligan out, there you go. But, yeah, all three um, definitely uh, What could have done Andrew better. Andrew wouldn't let me leave. Oh, my chick's getting it for you? Wow. wow. Hey, can you be a little more gentle when you put the microphone on and off? And all? And this is how you broke it last time? And Oh, you can just see the thing straining. Yeah, I know. He tries to get around his bill of his hat. That's the problem. It's That's cool. why he breaks it. His hey, how does Sean Hamlin look? Uh, we were just talking. Hamlin, Way, and Langston. Not good. Because they all hang out. <laughs> uh, I thought Langston would be way better. Nick, after the first moto, Nick was 18th, and I went to his mechanic. I'm like, oh, rough moto. Where did he crash? He didn't crash. No crash. He didn't crash. He started 22nd. We got 18th. So, I mean, Way's got some work ahead of him. But, I mean, you know, it's not like the dude's slacking. He'll he'll I, work hard. I do know that he was ill and pretty good at, at Vegas. <coughs> he was, Vegas, yeah. yeah. Um, sick and whatnot. But, you know, again, that's about all I know. But it, hey, yeah. Used to ride on the chat room, said the MX chick is chilling with him. She'll call you in a bit. Ooh. This could get ugly. 
Uh, just don't punch my computer screen. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Some guy used, uh, to, used ride. to ride. It's uh, not so good to play with play yeah. with one's heart. Yeah. like that. Thank you, babe. Thank you. He might be crying Thank on you, my babe. shoulder here before the end of the show. Yeah, I, I hit that thing. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, you yeah. Hit that. yeah, yeah. I hit that. I think uh, I think she's in love with Howard Stern. Yeah, I know. You, you should share. I'm making story. a I'm making a play off the uh, Trans World. Uh, you should interviews. tell everybody where to find. Uh, MX Chick 2 on uh, YouTube or what have you. Oh, my wife? Yeah. Uh, is she on YouTube? Is it know. on YouTube? Something about her Howard Stern thing. Yeah, she yeah. yeah. She was on, yeah, my chick was on, my chick called into Howard Stern, talked to Howard himself, and was on TMZ in the side of one of those videos when Howard was getting out of the car because she was stalking him in Hollywood last week. So everybody check that out. TMZ, you can see her and her sister being weirdo, creepy fans. Yeah, being stalkers. Um, uh, hey, uh, before we get Josh Grant on the line, um, well, what's your take, Kenny, on Hamblin Way and 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 what's your take on that, Langston? Would you guys like that supersized? They're gonna need jobs. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, um, our guest tonight, later, Paul Lindsay, the ex-co-host of our show, uh, was on another MX show later earlier this week and uh, uh, talked about his departure from the show. Uh, I, I recorded it, and uh, we can play it back if you want, Kenny, and listen to it a little bit. Um, this is Paul Lindsay, and he talks about straight off uh, why he left the show and kind of all the stuff that went down uh, during it. So let's uh, let's take a listen. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for the uh, audio you know sound. What? I gotta be honest. I set out to to try to do something different. Um, I had done kind of a long story. I had done a, a, a couple shows like your guys', uh, you know, from time to time, you guys, the MXS, whatever, and, uh, whoa, and I, uh, yeah. sorry, my phone just left, oh my god, it was going to go just now. Um, it's your phone, you kick your ass, yeah. Have you heard of this show, yeah. uh, Watson, it's Body Bag and Forehead? If, if, you, if, you, if your phone goes Never dead, been on I am going to freaking just, I am going to water you on this thing. I'm plugging it into the wall as we speak, so it should be good. Um, so this guy, uh, the name of the show, uh, actually I'm embarrassed to say escapes me at the moment, but it was a, more of a, a motorsports show, and he was encouraging me. He kept having me on to represent Supergrass or whatever, I guess, and, and he was encouraging me to, uh, oh, it was Reef on Racing, Frank Reef, and uh, it was Sports Talk Network. And he kept encouraging me to do my own show, Supercross show, and I thought I kicked around for a couple of years, and then finally I just he kept pushing me and pushing me, and I decided to give it a whirl. I was in between, you know, doing stuff with my agent thing and and the team, and I thought, well, what the hell? So I approached Mathis on it and said, hey, dude, I'm thinking about starting this this radio show, but I want to do it different than everything else that's out there, and try to do it a little more like a, a wind tunnel with Dave Despain, if you will. That was sort of my goal to be. You know, uh, and, and to be fair, I, I agreed with Paul. Uh, and more just hard, more serious show is what I wanted to do. And point scenarios so and that kind of stuff. You know, right best here. racing too, but more analysis stuff, I guess. And uh-huh. Steve, Steve was on board, and we got going, and obviously we got moving. And Kenny Watson was gonna originally be a part of it as a sponsor for True Heart and Huntington, and. We will allow him to have a segment of the show, any title sponsor. We're going to let him have a sponsor's corner where they could showcase products, have a rider on, whatever. And that sort of morphed into him all of a sudden being like a full-time guest on the show. And 
to be honest, he, he like, was the unwelcome house guest. Now, I'm, I say that with all love. I'm friends with Kenny, but he, he sort of just tells the show. And it, he ended up not bringing any money to the show either, which is a sore subject for me because he's not only not supposed to be a guest host because it was my show and, and Mathis' show, and, you know, two's company, three's a crowd, I guess. But uh, he, they... They just were doing things differently than I would have liked to do. They were they were getting a little more loose with the show, let's say, which they were definitely getting a little more loose. That. I mean, this they're doing good. good. I'm happy for both of them. Righty tidy, lefty loosey, right? Grudges. It just wasn't the show that yeah. I set out to do. I wanted it to be a little more serious. And it's not that I'm some prude or something. I mean, people that know me know that I'm probably uh, <laughs> probably got one of the dirtiest mouths of anybody <laughs> out there. But I just think there's a time and a place. And on the radio with kids listening and sponsors listening kind of isn't the place. So I didn't really care for the way that they were doing it. And uh, we talked about it and uh, I decided to leave. So that was it. And I, I, uh, I took the name with me. I kind of he, was the one he, thing he I asked took for with the name on the way out the door besides my ball and my, my tissue. <laughs> my ball and my does, he does admit it, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, right? wait, how many people? Wait, how many people have told you you're the crybaby kid that takes his ball and goes home? Uh, nobody's really told me oh. that. I just feel like it. <laughs> right, I, I just wondered. That was, that's that's a great analogy. I, I like that analogy. Uh, yeah, nobody nobody's really said it. I think everybody's cool with it, and I just like I said, I kind of feel that way at times. But it's all good. Like I said, I have no hard feelings. I'm still friends with those guys, and. And there is definitely, you know, it's a funny show, and they do things, you know, definitely, they do things well. It's just different than, than what I wanted to do, like I said. So that was basically it. No, no hard feelings. All right, there we go. There's a little more he goes on. but, uh, but Dude, uh, you're, this is the guy. This is the dude back in the day. <laughs> uh-huh. When Paul, people don't know, Paul, before Paul had this pipe dream of, of doing the Moto World team, he used to work for this team called Ducati. Planet Honda oh. from Michigan. Right. He was a team manager, okay? He gets fired from that job because he's Paul Lindsay. No, but no. to be fair to Paul, the owner was a kook. The owner was very, very difficult to work with. Yes, okay. Okay, Chuck, right? Yes. Paul gets fired. The next year, Paul doesn't have a job in the industry. And every time I see Paul at a race at Supercross, he's running around like he has something to do. Like he's running around like he's so busy. And then one time I seen him, he had a clipboard and a piece and, and writing and, and on his phone. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. I, dude, you're not an agent. You're not a manager. You're a washed up writer. You ain't got nothing. Why do you walk around here and try to pretend like you're doing something so people think that you're busy? Uh-huh. I go, Paul, come on. And I'll say it to his face. Right. I got nothing. Me and Paul Lindsay have known each other a long, long time. He didn't, he didn't really bag on you there. He, talk, he said my name. That's bagging on me to be honest. <laughs> Wow. Wow, it's like the bloods and the crips. Yeah. No, dude, uh, it's all good. Lindsay, no. he, 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 he reads the crowd. Well, let's get something straight right now, okay? Paul Lindsay brought Motor World to the show. Motor World pulled out, okay? They were a sponsor. They didn't want to sponsor the show anymore. Not because of me, okay, everyone? I met Glenn, yeah, no, the definitely. owner of Motor World, and the owner of Motor World told me that the show is awesome, that he digs what we do, and I should be on the show more before I tried to step on anybody's toes. Okay, so Paul took his his bib and his bottle and went home. <laughs> Kenny came in and Boy, he brought, brought money. <laughs> and you know person. what's awesome today? Person. What? Kenny. Let me tell oh. you what happened today. I came here <laughs> to Mathis' house. He gave me some food. And while I'm eating, he walked up and handed me a check. I did. So 
Nice. I, you're I'm out. getting paid get now out. to do this, and I'm having fun. Well, so there was some money left over in the kitty, and I don't want you to go. Left over in the kitty from the money that we brought no, in. That really, you brought in. Okay, Watson. then, I, well, I'm, that's not me. It's not you my show. You brought in TREM. It's not my show. It's our show. Right, right. Okay? I don't say me, 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 like for my team, my race team. Right. It's never about me. It's right. never about when you talk to Kerry Hart. It's never about me. It's right. about our. We work as a team. We work as a program. I, and I thought the dynamic between Paul and you and I worked out well. Fuck! I'm fired up right now. Okay, dropped an f bomb in my house. Holy uh, cow! Oh, uh, doesn't care about the microphone, the headphones either. Or the uh, computer. No, Perhaps you know you what? Hey, back. I uh, Paul was absolutely right. The show was started off to be a serious wind tunnel look at motocross, but as I didn't get the expected numbers that I thought, and I mean, let's be honest, Paul was the man getting marketing dollars. I'm the co- sort of the guy that just, and not because I'm really an expert, but I do know more about say entertainment with bottom line shows and webcasts sure. and things that I have done writing and things like that and I just didn't think the show was what it needed to be uh, it was too serious Paul was too on it and cool. and I admit I did say I wanted that but quickly I found out that it wasn't that good bringing Watson in the show to be honest Kenny I didn't think you would really stick around stick around or care to do the show I thought you'd come in blow us all out and then leave and never see you again a cloud of dust cloud of skull but but you were uh, but you seem to have liked it you seem to be into it and you're great on the show and, and I think you're a welcome addition if Paul would have stuck around the traveling was getting to him I know that traveling in and out and when he was on the phone as a guest he felt left out and I can understand that because yeah. you know it's Kenny and I are laughing it up here and he's on the phone but uh, you know the travel was getting to him that was a part of it and uh, so he's right I did switch formats a little bit but I believe I switched in the right direction. Oh, you so. got to be able to adjust. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can't just say and, this uh, is what we're going to do and that's it. And with that, Watson, you want to get Josh Grant on the show? Yeah. Are you still angry or? Yeah, I'm pissed. Do you want to go home or do you want to end the show? Do you want to end it? Just cut it. I think you should turn off his computer because he reads the chat rooms and then. He does what, read the chat room too that's much. What gets so, hey, give me your up. iPod. Let me put some separator on and really. Get going. I don't here. even know what that is. Uh, Sepultura. Uh, you don't know what Sepultura is? No. Oh, He's from Canada. Is it like uh, okay. is is it like um Pantera? It's like Slayer, but w- way more pissed off. Like Pantera? Yeah, but more pissed off. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. All right. We're calling know. Josh Grant. This is guy. This dude keeps it real. That's for sure. Does he have more tattoos than you, Watson? Or are you guys tied? No, he no way he has more oh, tattoos. I'm that. sorry. I think Josh. But the is person just you called has a voice mailbox that has not. Been activated. Not been activated. So uh, that means his voicemail hasn't been activated. Just he, call him back. He gave you the other number. Kenny, you're supposed to talk while I dial. I'm reading the chat reading boards, chats, and people dude. are just stop re- reading the chat board. Not simple terms. Uh, people, people are gonna say bad things about MX Chick. They already have. They say they're at, MX Chick's over at Lindsay's. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's mad. <laughs> she might be somewhere, but I guarantee she ain't at Lindsay's house. Everyone's playing with Watson's heart tonight. Yeah, I know, huh? It's, it's, I feel bad for hello? that guy. Josh Grant, hey, man. Uh, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. You're on the air. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis uh, with Kenny Watson, Hart Huntington team manager, as you know, and, and my buddy JR here. Uh, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, no worries. Uh, talk about Hangtown for you, man. What a great first moto. Yeah, it was good. Uh, just, you know. Kind of got a decent start, and then, uh, 
you know, just played it smart, just tried to pick some good lines and uh, work through the pack. So, mm-hmm. yeah, overall, it was, a, it was a good first moto for me. Yeah, um, and let me ask you this. In the first moto, man, with like four laps left, three laps left, you really turned it on. Did, was that a strategy on your part, or did the guys in front of you make mistakes, or were you thinking all along, hey, two-lap board, I'm, I'm hanging it out? Yeah, well, I knew, well <clears throat> the funny part is, is uh, the very first lap I ended up pulling up or pulling off all my tear-offs. So really the whole race when I was behind the West, yeah, it was like wiping my goggles off. Mm-hmm. So I sat there and I'm like, I'll just keep wiping them off until about the two-lap board. I'll just kind of back it off a little bit. And then once I get clear vision, I see the two-lap board, I'm just going to go for it. And really that's what I did. So I just waited yeah. till then. Dude, that was incredible. Yeah, the way you were just kind of playing possum and like, I mean, you don't really see too many times, you know, a Michael Lessie and a, and a and David Millsaps and – at the end, you, I mean, Reedy was coasting a bit, but I think you were pulled up closer than he would have liked. Uh, uh, really inspiring, man. Yeah, that was, that was cool the way you did that. Yeah, no, it was good. I'm just I was glad I uh, was able to get by him and, and really, you know, get right. up there. So. Well, w- Kenny Watson's in the studio, but he's all upset right now because uh, some people in the chat room are saying negative things about his girlfriend. So I'm not sure, his ex-girlfriend, I'm not sure if he's going to ask you a question or not. but. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Watson. You know how it is, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you do. I'm just jacking with you. Uh, hey, hey, okay. Hey, dude, was Big Mike out there this weekend? Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah, he was. Dude, your dad's so solid, dude. Uh, dude, like, there's not too many, like, pops is like go to the races that i think are cool but for some reason me and your pops clicked a long time ago <laughs> and the reason why like i'm always one of those dudes that, like and maybe i might be wrong but like i judge people just by looking at them but as soon as i seen mike grant the dude rolled up with like cement on his work boots at supercross <laughs> like the dude was wearing work boots at yeah, supercross yeah. with like his work pants and i'm just like dude this dude's bad and then I look over, and then you got Hollywood with his, like, Gucci tennis shoes on. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, see, that's that's a real man, and that's a faggot. <laughs> that's a sissy. Can you use the word faggot on the show? I just did. Yeah, just you did. did. Uh, yeah, your dad came up to me uh, and said, hey, man, did you see my interview? I'm taking your job. And I'm Dude, like, what do you mean? I guess, I, he, he, I guess he did a showy interview with you or something. I haven't watched it. But uh, he was all excited. And I said, don't become a media guy because it's nothing but trouble. But uh, – he said he did a great job. He was all excited about it. Yeah, he was it. all pumped. So Yeah, he was eating it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, and what about second moto? A really crappy start. Work your way to 10th. Um, not happy with the bike afterwards a little bit or a little bit of setup problems. Not problems, but you know, a little bit of setup issues. Uh, talk about the second moto for you. Yeah, second moto wasn't so hot. I mean, I struggled off. Uh, right when I got off the gate, I mean, I felt like I had a good jump. I just kind of got boxed in, and, you know, I think a couple riders even went down, and then Reedy almost went down in front of me, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was just like a big mess, and then by the time I got through everything and got situated, I was, I don't know, pretty far back. And then really same thing. I struggled with bike setup a little bit. We didn't make any changes from first moto to second moto, so I just, you know, I struggled trying to get, you know, a good – good laps in so mm-hmm. really once once the track got all rough and and gnarly it was hard for me to catch up and make passes when the track was really one lined also hey, right hey josh did you like i remember when you made your debut there do you think there's is that i mean they always say that they do this the dirt diggers that they're they're the best they do the track they work with the riders do you see that when the the track the the difference in the track the way it was last weekend to when when you went there for the first time 
Um, yeah, it was a lot different. The, very, the first time, man, it felt like it was actually a national track. Like, it was good, you know. Like, I think they maybe took more care of it. But this year, I mean, really, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can't really tell. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't there, dude, because, you know, I was holding it down in Vegas, keeping it real. Because uh, we had the we had the big truck race out here, and, and your other team brought home two race wins on Saturday or Sunday. Old Twitch won his class, and Deegan won his class. So you'd be pumped to know that that the militia guys are you know keeping it real this weekend for you. But uh, yeah, no, I found that out. That was cool. Yeah, those guys are they did a good job. But you know, I I just uh, I just think that 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 track. Um, I know that there's not too many tracks out there that that we could use for a national, but. For the way it looked on TV, I'm glad I didn't go, and I felt really bad for guys like you that I know who has the speed that could be running up there with these guys. And I know for that 800 to beat you is the worst thing in the world. I mean, anybody but that guy. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, like I said, once that track got so rough, you really, you know, you really didn't have to go that fast. It was more about being already being up front, which he was. He had a good start. He put himself in a good position to, you know, win. So really, he got a whole shot charged for five laps, and then rode like everybody else. So yeah, you know, it's not like it was any different. So you know, he didn't need the speed. You know, a fast bike to really go that quick. So it was just you know, hardly. But right. I mean, yeah, he did get a good start. And he put himself in a good uh, position to do that. So um, is there? There's an actual dislike there between you two, isn't there? I mean, there has been. There, I mean, I think there always will be. I, yeah. I just, it's you know part of racing, and you know, yeah, we have heated battles, but at the same time, you know, you want to go out and you want to do as best you can, and you know, it's uh, it's really whatever you want to do. I don't know. I just, I, I just want to beat him, and you know, he just wants to beat me. So hey, you know, it'd be awesome, dude. This would, this would be a cage like, match. No, this would be the <laughs> best thing ever. Gloves off. Your dad and his dad go for it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, would that be awesome? <laughs> that would be no content. I would just like to watch Big Mike just heel stomp somebody. With his cement, with his cement boots. I know, I don't really. You know how I am with Tony, but dude. Yeah, you like Tony. You talk to Tony. Dude, but, dude, Mike Grant's my guy, dude. He's with the cement boots. Dude, that guy's always been my favorite. He is so, uh, he, he's my guy, dude. Nothing, well, like, nothing like my dad can beat up your dad. Right? Yeah. Nothing, also, too, Josh, it goes back to the amateur days, too, which, which we all know there's a lot of shenanigans pulled back in the amateur days, right? Yeah, I mean, well, not even just with me, but Bill Poto also. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, they always had battles too. But what about Millsaps? Dude, I, I would not want to see what happened if my dad and Tony <laughs> got into it. No, no, I don't. I, well, yeah. Um, hey, so so you know, you basically you uh, you went two ten on the day. Did you uh, did you leave Hangtown feeling good though? I mean, it's a long series. There's lots of motos left. Was uh, was, were you pissed or were you all right? Uh, I honestly wanted to ghost ride myself off a cliff. I did not feel good about that second moto. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it's something that we need to work on and or that I need to work on. And, and I mean, for having such a good race in the first moto and coming to the back and doing all that and having a good race and then having that, it's just like, oh, yeah. it just took a bummer on my weekend. But, I mean, I'm still stoked on everything. I was pumped to be there on the weekend, you know, get through the first round Scored some points, you know. I'm still healthy. Yeah. Didn't crash all weekend. It didn't crash in practice, so I was feeling good about that. And I mean, everything's just been clicking lately. It's you know, it's everything's good. You know, Brett from Showy hooked me up with. You know, I got my new. I got to debut my uh, Showy helmet that's coming out 
around in Christmas time. Militia's we're selling T-shirts out of the track. You know, like everything's it's going good. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, that, yeah, it's good to hear. Did you hear that? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I told you this, Kenny, but uh, I guess Mike was talking some shit to the JGR guys. Did you hear that, Josh? listen right now you call in uh, to talk to josh grant ask him a question 702-586-7857 702-586-PULP uh we got our first call coming in already uh let's take a listener call here jg if you don't mind yeah. hey pulp mx show you're on the air who's this it's used to ride what's going on hey do you have a question for josh grant yeah turn down your computer yeah turn down the turn down the computer yeah okay all right thank you thank you Question for Josh Grant? Yeah, I was just wondering. He drove by Mike uh, on the way to the podium in the first moto and said something like, you're a little bitch or you're my bitch. Or so I was just curious what he said to him. I heard the bitch part. Wow. Nice. Wow. All right. <laughs> so we need to answer this, right? Uh, yeah. You don't have don't, to. Don't hold back. We can hang up on the uh, guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. No, for sure. But when uh, you, know, you go out and you race and – trying to be clean with guys and you know that's what he's really concerned about with everyone racing like that and then for the first photo for him to run me off the track numerous times and you know be that guy when i made that pass on him and just letting him know that hey i'm still here i'm gonna make it happen next you know i was just really fired up and i was just like you're a little punk for doing that wow jg does ride with a chip on his shoulder he does ride with a chip on his shoulder i like that uh one of the better rides I've seen. Thanks, used to ride. Thanks, man. Okay, no problem. Uh, one of the better rides I've I've seen in a long time was Josh Grant at Millville or Red Bud last year. That was a you know phenomenal what I like? you know ride. Josh Grant, he, he's uh, maturing as a rider. He doesn't. He's not riding that OC hanging off the back. You know what I mean? No, I, think I don't. He's gonna back it down. You don't know? I don't. Well, know. maybe you should pay more attention at the races. Okay, I'm sorry, knew, Kenny. If you knew about Josh Grant, wow. you would know about his okay. aggro style. All right, I'm sorry, Kenny. Kenny gets mad at me. Next call, Josh. This guy don't know shit. Yeah, he gets mad at me quite a bit. Uh, Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Gentlemen, what's going on? Nash calling in. Hey, Nash, what's up? Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, you got a question for uh, Josh Grant? Yeah, it was a great race, Josh. Compliment you on uh, running strong. You know, I know you're lackluster in regards to how you feel about your second moto, but the first moto, uh, when you were stalking uh, Alessi. Um, obviously you're waiting for the two-lap board like you already talked about, but how much energy do you have left in the tank when a guy like your caliber and your speed is, is running that pace? Uh, what were you at, 85% when you were hunting him? Um, well, really what we're going for, yeah, it's about, it's about that, but it's really about being mentally strong and knowing to pick good lines where to pass him. Like I had already set up, you know, three laps before that, kind of knew where his lines were in the back of the track, and so I said, all right, I'm going to make my pass right there when it's time when I only have one lap, you know, one lap left. So 
after cleaning my goggles off and then, you know, catching up, you know, when I had to catch back up to him, I, you know, had to bring up my speed and, you know, that's working a lot harder, of course. And then, you know, the last lap is super intense. So you're really going for it wide open on the last mm-hmm. lap. So, I mean, so really, it, you don't, you, guys, you don't always go out there and just give it 80%. I go and I give it a hundred percent each time. Uh, no, and you're absolutely right. And that's not what I was insinuating at all. Pardon me. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is that you're watching, you're hunting, and you answered my question and brought it home to all of us that are listening. You're, you're mentally logging spots on the track where you're going to attack, where you're going to pull the trigger, and then where you're going to sprint. Like you're saying, go yeah. out full bore, max your heart rate, and then gap somebody and then bring it back down to a controllable rate. That's just amazing because all of us are watching you guys, and it's just jaw-dropping it. You're, you're quote-unquote... 90 or 85 percent speed and then you guys just hit that turbo button because i saw you reel him in and then watch and then pull the trigger eventually excellent job yeah. hey, hey mop him up all year long can't wait to see you do it at high point appreciate it thank you thanks nash cheers pulp mx show you're on the air who's this what's up this is gary from the beautiful northwest hey gary another northwest call we get a lot of northwest calls hey gary thank you for listening uh you're on the air with josh grant you got something for him yeah, Josh. Uh, hey, man. Just uh, something that's coming off the message boards lately, and something that happened during uh, this before the start of the the two fifty class. And I don't know if you saw it, Josh, but I want to get a writer's uh, perspective here. If they say maybe a, a woman that's on speed TV grabs a handful of rocks and dumps those <laughs> handful of rocks in front of your gate, how would you react? Do you know? Wait. What? wait say, that, say that again. It kind of cut out on my phone. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I thought you maybe saw it. Aaron Bates during the telecast before the 250, uh, before the lights, second moto, she had a handful of rocks, okay? They weren't very big, and she was right in front of uh, Barsha's gate, and she dumped them right before the start of the, 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 the moto. She dumped them right in front of his gate, and uh, uh, Barsha and his mechanic were flipping out. Well, this has been a topic on the, on the message board. Some people saying, hey, it's a couple rocks. Who cares? Uh, Barsha's mentally weak if he's letting that get to him. But I say not. I think for you guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that kind of a slap in the face a little bit to do that? I mean, even though you guys can't groom that part of the track, why are you? Why would she do that? I think that was a total idiot move on her part. Did you see that, Josh, on yeah. TV? I, I didn't see it, but from uh, from what you're explaining to me, I mean, I would I would get off my bike, walk around where she went to the end of the gate, and say, "Hey, go pick up those rocks you just put in front of my gate." Yeah. When the board I mean, is, the board I mean, is, the is the most important part of the race. Close. And if you're thinking, all right, I got rocks in my gate, it could screw me up, you know, I could lose traction or whatever over it, you never know. But I would go tell her to pick them up. Right on, Gary. Thanks. Steve, what, well, hey, Steve, from a mechanics point, what would you do? From a mechanics point? Uh, yeah. I'd, hey, I'd hey just... I got this. My mechanic's right here. I'll let him tell him. All right. There we go. <laughs> I would do the same thing. I would go tell Aaron, go pick up the rocks. I'd tell Aaron to kick rocks. And then I tell her to stomp my gate all the way to the first turn. What else would you tell her, Alex? (laughs) (laughs) What else would you you tell her? What would you tell her? She's pretty ripping. She's ripping? Yeah, she's pretty ripping hot. Let's hang out. Would you tell her that her tag on her shirt says she was made in heaven? No. no. Maybe. Maybe (laughs) I might. Alex Ewing, you're so sick, bro. I love you. Uh, Watson loves you, Alex. Watson, dude. That's my guy, dude. That's you, your guy. Last week, Berluti was your guy. Dude, they're all my guys. Okay. Dude. I have my. Am guys. I your guy? Kinda. Oh, I'm kinda okay, his uh, guy. Moving up. Hey, Gary, you got your you got your answer right. 
Yeah, well, what would you do, Mathis? What would I do? I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be pissed. I, I really don't think a little bit of rocks would affect the start, but if it affects the rider mentally, then it affects the start, and I would be pissed for Jerry, sure. Jerry, why don't you ask so, me? I was a mechanic. Watson, yeah, well, Watson, Watson I, I would know what manager. you would do. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Watson would probably whip out his rod and start yelling. Well, I just thought it was BS that guys were ripping on Barsha and ripping on the mechanics saying that they were uh, mentally weak and they had no yeah. right doing that. I was just like, oh. are you kidding me, dude? I would be hot. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's the golden rule. But anyways. That's vital for you. Stay off it. Yeah, stay off it. Hey, yeah, I, got a good, I got a quick story for you. Something that uh, happened. All right, like thanks, that. Gary. Dude, it was, I work for Scott Sheik. Uh, we were at a Supercross uh, in Atlanta. Here we go with Scott Sheik's And, uh, dude, he wins his heat race. Yeah. Main event, and he's riding the parade lap. And he fouls his plug. And he's, he's coming, like, there was a part of the track where you'd cut across the finish line. Mechanic didn't change the spark plug for, like, eight weeks, probably. Probably. And, dude, she comes riding back down the finish line towards the starting gate. And he's, like, screaming, waving his hands. And he gets in. <laughs> Can you do his voice? Oh, my God! My spark plug is Freaking out on me, right? So it was one of those gates where the back of it was elevated. So you had to roll down into the gate. A lot of people don't know Scott Sheik's like five foot four, and so I'm down there in between uh, Chad Watts and Pashan, and I'm in between there. And I told Sheik to hold his hand up. Right. Well, they couldn't see him. Chad Watts was standing behind the gate, uh-huh. elevated, and yeah. I told him to put his hand up because he was, you know, taller. You know, yeah. he was tall, but also he was on a Kawasaki and he was a factory guy. And I thought maybe they would hold. I Dude, did. I look up and the dude's pointing down the gate, and next thing I know, the board's up. And I'm I I just got the spark plug out and I have it in my hand. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the gate drops as soon as I drop it in the cylinder and I'm not even tightening it. So there was a part of the track where it went, it turned around, you go through a rhythm section, and then it crossed back over the finish yeah. line. I ran out in through the track. <laughs> it was like trying to stop the riders. Duke Finch flips out, dude. Flips out and they say, Your guy's disqualified. He's not going back on the track for what you did. Bunch of bullshit, but to make a long story short, the Nicosil peeled off the whole cylinder, and it wasn't even the spark plug. So yeah, yeah. glad it didn't because he would have went out and killed himself. <laughs> but, dude, once that board's up, you're hosed. You're hosed. Yeah, thanks yeah. for that story, Watson. That was, yeah. that was good. Dude, that was a good story. <clears throat> it was. No, no, it was. No, I, I said thanks for that story. I meant yeah, it. That was for Gary. He wanted to talk to a uh, true mechanic that gets involved. Yeah, you're right. Just a not a part changer. Go, despite, despite me and Alex Ewing having way more race wins than you, but, yeah, you're going to claim mechanic. Shit. Alex Ewing has won way more than you and will continue. Yes, you're actually probably right. Alex Ewing, you see that kid? He's in good shape, dude. He ain't like big old fat guys like us talking about what we used to do. <laughs> good point. God, Kenny, you just break it down like that. You break me down and, and yeah, just feel yeah, like. Yeah, he does. 702 586 7857. If you want to talk to Alex hey, Josh. Ewing or Josh Grant. Do you got any good stories about Koi punching people in the arms? <laughs> uh, yeah, we got one him punching Frankie. Um, Ivan's uh, old mechanic, or still his mechanic, but filling in for burn, you know, whatever, burn right now. But, yeah, he, uh, him and that kid went at it in the semi, blow for blow, and see who could knock each other down at one of the, one of the super crosses last year. And I forgot who won that. Uh, Alex, why don't you let uh, Josh know what happened when me and Coy played punches? Yeah, you tell that story. You're better at stories than me, Watson. You're Your stories are funny. <laughs> Dude, come on. Well, Coy, Coy pulled that crap on me, and he hit me, and he got me good. He's trying to tell me, oh, we played this when I was on the Washington Redskins, so when I was a coach, these guys hit hard, <laughs> this, that. And I'm like, Dude, come on, Coy. So 
I go, all right, let's do it. He hits me really good. And then I go, okay, it's my turn. He goes, hit me with whatever you want. Come on. I said, all right. So I came from left field, bro. I came from behind my back and the dropped left, a left hammer field. on him, dude. A hammer. And it hurt him. It, Alex, did it hurt him? Yeah, it hurt him. And he said, you didn't hit me fair. <laughs> I go, what do you mean, hit you fair? Yeah, how do you, how do you hit somebody fair? But now he, now he wants to uh, – he What's told Mathis this weekend that he wants to box me and Mathis – Two yeah. on one. He wants, he wants to box us. He, he wants to box on a bottom line show, this show that ah. I do all summer. So he wants to buy headgear. And then I said, okay, so we're going to have headgear. He's like, I don't need headgear. Nice. And I'm like, wow, Coy. Jeez. Mathis, you seem to get into these boxing challenges. With yeah, people. I boxed Why you once to a draw. Yeah, and you bled. Like, I did not believe. Come on, dude. We got this guy okay. on the phone. All right. We got a call. Hey, Kenny. Yo. Hey. You need to have a, a, a day where you just only have Watson stories, and the first story needs to be you driving Tedesco's bus, the shit story. People will oh, love that. He told that. it. He told it already. Yeah, uh, he, awesome. Yeah, he, uh, he, it's actually story time quite a bit around here. Um, Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Kimball MX. Who is it? Kimball. Yes. Kimball Slice? Kimball Slice? Kimball Slice? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you're on the air. Thanks for listening, man. You're on the air with uh, Josh Grant or Alex Ewing. Do you have a question for either one? No, yeah, I do. I have a question. Uh, just a comment for Josh. Uh, Josh, I, uh, I'm one of those uh, fantasy geeks, and I picked you for the overall at Hangtown. And I was watching uh, the internet broadcast of Moto One, and I watched the TV broadcast on speed, and I didn't see uh, Leslie messing with you. And, I, and when I saw you stand him up, I'm going, oh, come on, Josh, that's weak. So what I'm, my comment is thank you for telling me that he was playing with you in Moto1 because I, I totally didn't see it. Yeah, well, that's, that's what sucks because really not everyone got to see it because they only did a you know highlight of the first moto. And mm-hmm. really the whole time going up into that, that lap, he was you know trying to clean me out the whole race. So. For me, I was like, all right, I knew what the guy, his game was and playing cat and mouse the whole time. So for me, I was going to go make this pass stick, make it worth it, and get on with my last lap. So, Right. Well, I'm glad you, know, I'm glad you mentioned that because to me, if it had been me, I would have done the same thing. You know, when, I, when, when my chance came to pass, I might have stood him up just like you did. So instead of you looking weak to me, now that you told me what prompted that, you know, you get, you get mad props. Way to go. Good ride in the, in the first motor. After the first yeah. moto, I thought you had it wrapped up for the second moto, too. You're going to have a good year, dude. Way to go. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. That's why uh, That's why you listen to the Pulp MX show. You hey, hear, Kimbo. He, he's dude, gone. check it out. He's gone. Pick him again because the guy will win. <clears throat> how, how bad do you wish you were riding the uh, Glen Helen USGP or just Glen Helen itself, uh, JG? Uh, I wish they would have kept it on the circuit. That's for sure. That's yeah. one of my favorite tracks. And I mean, it sucks, but I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to race the GP. It's you know weekend off. We got four uh, four weekends in a row after that, so right, right. we're just going to be uh, relaxing here, kicking back, and uh, getting ready for Texas. Yeah, you have a practice bike out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm out in California. Alex and I, and uh, we're riding every day and training and trying to get uh, trying to get ready for Texas. Hey, I saw you came back uh, when you were practicing to come back. Uh, I saw some Twitter photos uh, of that jump you built and uh, some riding photos. You had a chest protector on, but you uh, you feeling good enough to ditch that, I guess? Yeah, well, actually, I, uh, <laughs> I was a funny thing. I was out at Milestone, and I was riding with the chest protector, and I was trying to get used to it. And then I saw some video of uh, some guy that had videoed out in Milestone, and I was looking at my style with the chest protector, and I was like, <laughs> oh, dude, that's totally cramping my style. I don't I don't look the same. 
So I got I, I took it off because I uh, I mean I gotta have good style. Well, yeah, you do have a sick style, I think, uh, chest protector or not, really. Hey, let me tell you something about style. <laughs> okay, Kenny, tell me. I'm going to tell you, dude. You <laughs> I need can't wait fucking, for this. What are you, you need... looking at? I'm looking at your style, bro. I'm sitting in a fucking chair, Kenny. Why are you dropping an F-bomb, bro? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, got, yeah, I got him. <laughs> Kenny got me upset. Hey, no, I'm going to no. tell you right now. Okay, tell me. This dude on, that we're talking to, that people don't know. Josh Grant. Josh Grant. Okay. And I'm not no, like... Freestyle, guru, but I'm telling you one thing. I don't like boys, this dude but... right here. If you've never seen on the pipe videos, go uh-huh. watch Josh Grant ride the sand dunes. You're never going to see anyone go bigger with the best style out of any freestyle really? guy. Yeah. dude, free rider Josh Grant has a he has something when he's done racing. If he wanted to go the other direction in right, freestyle, right, right. the dude could ride the dunes like no other. Yeah, I thought best whip was his this summer. Oh, but... dude, we went to Glamis last summer. Me and Hart and Big B. And we pull in, and there's 350,000 people here. We pull into this spot. We're, we're chilling. I wake up the next day. We're camped right next to Grant. Nice. Yeah, he was a magnet. Right. Perfections bring perfection. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's awesome. A P so, magnet. So, a P so, magnet. Yeah, so yeah. we got to hang out with Josh, and, you know, he rode. And, dude, the guy's amazing on the, on the dunes, if that makes any sense to anyone. And dude, if you don't care. Bills. Yeah. Wow. Hey, and if you don't like it, I got this contract to ride the dunes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of contracts, where are you at with that, bud? Yeah, I brought. That, I was gonna bring that question up. You're up this year, right? Yeah, I am. Where Where are we at? You gonna You gonna play the market? When When you When you already talking to guys? Um. Well, I mean, I don't know. I just I really have uh, been focused on racing and stuff, and I mean, I'm really. Yeah, it is contract season, and it's up right now, but. Really, for me, I don't need to focus on that. I need to focus on mm-hmm. winning races, doing good, and then all that other stuff will pan itself out. So is, uh, if someone's interested in signing you, who do they get a hold of, your agent, uh, Hollywood or? Bob Walker. <laughs> oh, Hollywood, no, no. That's definitely Josh Grant first, and then uh, Bob Walker. Oh, Bob Stalker. Oh, you, you made the Hollywood joke as a joke. You knew yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, all right. I, know, I knew who represents Josh. All right. I knew who to call. Well, yeah, Kenny's looking for riders. <laughs> They're going indoors and out next year. Maybe. So he says. Maybe, yeah. I didn't say it. You didn't say that. The man said it. The yeah. man said there's big the things coming it. down the pipe. <laughs> what a natural fit. Josh Grant, Kenny Watson, Kerry Hart. Well, he's a... <laughs> what a fit. He, he's laughing. People love that. Oh, he's that's... laughing, but hey, keep laughing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> keep laughing, uh, Josh. Hey, but how has it been riding for JGR? You know, they, they do things a little differently. Uh, a lot of times they make you stay out there in North Carolina, train with their guys, ride with their guys. And uh, how has that been for you? Has it been uh, everything you thought? Uh, I mean, it's good, yeah. You know, it's got its uh, ups and downs. And, you know, I think uh, being back there and having, you know, Trainer Tim there is mm-hmm. also, you know, really good. And, I mean, he always hooks us up with a good program. But for riding guys, it's like it's only me and Brayton, really. So that's that's kind of a struggle for us to really get, you know, to be riding with – fast caliber guys like you know how you would in california where right. everyone goes out to the tracks and you're you know judging your speed off you know bill Poto and dungy and all the guys that are out here doing their their stuff so for brayton and i it's like we get to ride you know east coast track and east coast dirt and mm-hmm. you know get good ruts but we don't really get our tra- we can't get our track to be as rough as we would on a thursday practice at a local track out here in california so there's some pros and cons but for the most part you know it's good having those guys there and how they keep it a team so uh someone in the chat room says uh, j-law bubba and josh grant on the same team next year there we go broke it here first 
on the chat. <laughs> Dominate. Yeah, I think you would fit in really good here because we have our team meetings on Sundays at rehab. A <laughs> uh, lot of meetings going on there. A lot of meetings. A lot of, a lot of piss in the pool, too. <laughs> uh, well, hey, thanks for coming on. Josh, I didn't want to keep you any much longer. Uh, thank you for coming on. And, and, and you know. Hey, Alex, I, I thank you for coming on there. Yeah, bud. thanks, Alex. Alex Ewing did. If you guys don't know who Alex is, ask just ask Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was talking to Rodman the other day, dude, and he was asking how you're doing. What happened? Come on. I can't can tell can you. we tell the story? Can, no, Alex, can, can we tell the story? No, Alex. Put Alex on the phone now. Alex, can you tell the story or no? Is it really bad? Uh, definitely not that one. <laughs> hey, how about we tell the story when you were a Grom at Fro's Halloween party and the cops came and you wouldn't hit in the closet and you're like 12. <laughs> 13. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell that story. I'm not telling any of the other one that you're talking about. <laughs> Look, hey, he can't even name him by name. Just the sh- other one. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll let that one go. There's some things that you just don't let out of the bag. Next All week right. on the Pulp Max Show, Alex <laughs> Ewing and the Rodman story. <laughs> All or right. We talk about Texas at Ivan's uh, house. <laughs> and let's just not talk about any of them. All right, let's talk about nothing with you then. This bud. is this is why the show is good. This is why the show is good. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, I right. like it, Kenny. Hey, keep listening to the show and you guys hang up because we're gonna call Paul Lindsay and I'm gonna have a. We're gonna talk. Uh, how do we listen to it? <laughs> uh, Paul Pimax, Kenny doesn't even know. Kenny, tell him how they can listen to it. Thirty-two XM. On serious no, radio, Kenny, we're not on. <laughs> Kenny doesn't even know. I don't know. This is like this computer thing. You go to pulpmx.com. Go to pulpmx.com. There's a little banner there. You can click on it, and click it takes you it. right to it. Thumbs it. up. Or you go to iTunes. You're going to be on iTunes, Ewing. Yeah, no, that's the archive. You can't listen to it right now on, I, on iTunes. He's going to. He can. Go to pulpmx.com. Yeah. Hey, you know what's sick, dude, about this whole thing? It's like I'm single now, so like I just download them on my iPod, and I get in the car, and I got chicks. I'm like, you know I got my own radio show, don't you? Check this out. And I play it, and they're like, that's you. I'm like, famous. <laughs> that's a hot chick. I know. He does. It must be the tats. He's always got good stories and good pictures. That's what I like about it. Yeah, you. <laughs> Enough shenanigans. I miss you guys. I'm going to have to come out for uh, an outdoor and just make a face and just hang out. Hey, eat some of that... Uh, Tim Dixon. Oh, there's some uh, good Tim Tim Dick. Good Tim Dixon food there going on. Dude, but Tim Dixon makes. I went over there for Supercross. The guy makes the same Cremavera pasta at every race. This weekend he had steak tacos, dude. It was good. <laughs> they probably catered it. No, 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 no. He made it. He did not cater it. Are you over the Cremavera pasta? Uh, I don't know. I don't really eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. You guys have a good good uh, weekend. And uh, hey, Alex, what are you guys doing this weekend? You you come up. Tell him that. Yeah, uh, now we're, he's probably going to ride on Saturday, so I don't know. Probably Sunday will be the only day that we're. Uh, That's cool. That's what rehab's on. Team meeting at rehab. Yeah, we got it. Let's talk contracts. Send, him, send your mechanic up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. All right. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, late. Thanks. Josh Grant, JGR Racing. And don't forget, JGRMX.com, one of the sponsors you of the show. You know what I was thinking? No. Josh Grant was like making fun, like when I go, maybe we could talk. He's laughing. I go, well, what about if we hired you and we went back to JGR and bought the same stuff because they do mods now? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Same thing. Someone dude. in the chat room said you better get better bikes, but I mean, I, I take offense to that. I think yeah, your, your bikes I, are... I, I would have to agree with them. Okay. I'm wow. not. 
But you know what? Let me tell you something. Okay. Put James Stewart on an H&H bike that we rode in Supercross, he's going to win. Right. It don't matter. Puts James Stewart on an 85. Dude, it don't matter. Yeah. My guy, Chris Blose, six number 67, solid 67, took a sixth place at Indianapolis on that bike. Yeah. Solid yeah. six. I know. So... 702-586-7857 if you want to call in and uh, and talk to one of us. Uh, we got Paul Lindsay coming up on shortly. Uh, let's maybe do a uh, – should we do a commercial? Yeah, let's do a commercial. Um, so this uh, this will be a commercial. We're going to be right back on the uh, Pulp MX show with uh, Paul Lindsay and Kenny Watson, JR, and uh, God knows what else. Uh, thanks for listening. Experian goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Hey, Kenny, right now I want to talk about one of the sponsors, uh, the new sponsors of the Pulp MX show, a guy who's come on board recently. That would be the Racer's Edge, uh, otherwise on the web as TREMX.com, a uh, Simi Valley mail order powerhouse. And uh, you actually go back with these guys. Yeah, we go back a long ways. These are the original Racer's Edge. I mean, I go over the all over the country, and I've seen the Racer's Edge on you know people's box trucks and other stores. But this is the one and only Racer's Edge. Um, throughout the years, they've helped out riders like Kyle Lewis, Brian Deegan, Brian Swing, Billy Payne, Paul Curry. Tyler Evans, Casey Johnson, Scott Cheek, Phil Lawrence, Mike and Jeff Alessi, Kerry Hart, Ronnie Feist, Sink Mars, wow. Timmy Wiegand, and the list goes on. And the cool thing is, all it takes is a phone call or email, order something, and you're on their team. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. At a small Simi Valley powerhouse shop that uh, stepped up and helped us out. And uh, you can check them out at TREMX.com. Remember, anything over 100 bucks is free shipping. So uh, keep that in mind as well. It's your one-stop moto shop for everything that you need. And if you pulp, if you type in Pulp MX Show, all caps, you will get an extra discount on your order, Kenny. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. Well, hit them up. These guys will take care of you. And when they say it's going to be there, it's there. No BS. There you go. Right from Kenny Watson. Support them. TREMX.com. And we're back. On the Pulp MX Show. Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Yeah, it's Has-Been. Oh, Has-Been. What took you so long? Ah, uh, you know. Hey, I want to talk to Watson, and then I'm going to talk to you afterwards. I, I got to talk to Watson. I understand he's super cross home. Only, and he had a couple of weeks off, and he said, I want to get him before he's all riled up with uh, with Paul and all that bullshit. But I, I'm happy to be watching the rehab right now. It's on one of these uh, reality shows, and I noticed that Watson's floating around a pool with two... Uh, Two change lounges, he's got an iPod in, and he's grabbing his balls. So obviously he's listening to the MX preview show, where you guys totally fucking blew it. But, um, Why'd we blow it? How'd we blow it? What do you mean? Because, you know, if you listen to Lance Armstrong, he comes out, he says anybody with a six-pack of Red Bull and, uh, and a bike, he could be a pro athlete. And obviously uh, uh, the guy 18 uh, had the right mixture. What do, you, what do you think about that, Watson? Dude, you are all over the map. I have no clue what you're talking about. I've never <laughs> been on the your rehab show. Yet. I've never been on the. I have been on the rehab show, but I wouldn't go in that water unless I was on fire. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, uh, no, what do you what do you think about uh, Milsap's performance out of out of out of nowhere? I mean, everybody had it written off, right? 
He's Millsaps is solid, dude. Yeah, yeah no Millsaps kidding. Where do you get solid. it from? He's Millsaps. I've, dude, I, I've known that kid a long time. He's he's proven. He doesn't even need to try, and he does good. You know, I think he does better when he doesn't try, to tell you the truth. Someone told me on Sunday that oh, Millsaps always goes good here, and I don't remember him going good here. I do remember him breaking his neck last year. I don't remember any Hangtown being his track. Nah, dude, I don't he's, really agree with Millsaps that. Millsaps is solid. He's solid. If he, he, if he starts up there, he's going to finish up there. He's riding for a ride at yeah, Rockstar yeah. Hunt Huntington next year. Is that the yeah, no doubt. The, is that but, the I mean, rumor? you know, after, after the Supercross season, everybody's kind of throwing I them away. I, I, I really that. couldn't believe it, you know? Yeah, how could, how could a guy... Let's say let's let has been. We'll take Millsaps three years ago, four years ago. And how could a guy that's won what? How many races did he win, Steve? Three? This year? Two? No, he only won one. How many podiums? Uh three or four. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. With a yeah. guy with those kind of credentials, how, how could how could that guy be looking for a ride? I mean, how could you not say, Hey, this guy is in there. Who would he finish in the series? Third? Yeah, third. Third. Okay. Third in the series, a win. And a bunch of podiums can't mm-hmm. have a ride. Right. How does that surprise you that he goes outside and he hammers down? I think Honda's just uh, they're just uh, three years of you know not. Incredible. I think you I know, know Honda's Honda. They're going to do their thing. Rockstar Hart and Huntington. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah, I, I, that's what I think. I think. I think uh, Kenny's positioning there. All of a sudden, he got very political. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, good luck with uh, yeah, with do. the Lindsay uh, situation. I'm uh, I, I, I hear a breath when you hear that. It should I be think, pretty I don't funny. Think there should be a Lindsay and, uh, situation. It yeah, should be, be fine. Yeah. And uh, Mathis, how was how my buddy Tony this weekend? Has he, uh, Tony was good. Tony was, was good. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this, but Tony had a, a <laughs> scrape on his nose. And I said, uh, what'd you do, Tony? What's wrong? And he's like, oh, me and Jeff got into it. And he had like a big scab on his nose, so Jeff landed a, a, a glancing blow. Nice. But, uh, was Jeff fun. there? No. Jeff is going to be in a professional RC car racer. That was, yeah. No. Nice. JR, you're all nice. into RC cars. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You're just disgusted with that. Somebody comment. posted on there that he was going to like his first RC national. It was like, dude, it's mm. it's a West Coast uh, little Regional. series that he uh-huh. was doing. Okay, yeah, it's right. nothing. But well, t- uh, anyway, so Tony was there. I talked to him. He said Tony was very excited. He said it was the best possible result they could hope for. Uh, you know, winning a moto and doing well overall. So, so did you buy a 350 or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike said yeah. to buy it, so I got one on order. <laughs> yeah, let us yeah, know where you can find it. Hey, Watson. Watson, yeah. how did chicks at the truck races compared to the moto races? No comparison. No comparison. There you go. Ah, uh, sorry to hear that, man. All right. See you, Hasman. Come back soon. All right. Popa Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Scott from South Florida. What's up, fellas? What's up, hey. Scott? How are so you? Scott, South hey. Florida. Good, good, good. Uh, two questions, Mathis. You could probably answer the first one. Uh, Tim Ferry, what's the story with him? And then the second question is, uh, Matt Gerke, another you know, Florida boy, he did great the first motor. He got a tent. And in the second month, I don't know what happened to him. If he, if he went down, he had bike problems. But uh, those are the two questions I got. And I, I really enjoyed the show. You guys are doing a great job. Oh, thanks, man. Do you like? Do you think Kenny's on my level, or like, am I a little bit above Kenny's level? Nobody's on Kenny's level. Do you know that? No, you know, no. Kenny's got it going on. He's doing a much better job than the, than the Lindsay guy. I gotta say. Kenny, no comment. Ain't no comment. Hey, where do I send that check to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> head swelling South up Florida, bro. What, what, South Florida. Was it Mike? Sorry, was Benton. it Mike? Was it Mike? Was, wasn't Scott. it? Scott. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, Scott, uh, Gerke did have a good moto, considering he'd been out all year with a broken leg. Not sure what happened second moto, but I did see him limping noticeably after the moto uh, with uh, some sort of injury. Not sure what's up with that. Um, I guess we'll see this weekend. Uh, I thought he did pretty good though. Tenth is nothing to be ashamed. I think he got tenth, didn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, tenth or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got a tenth the first photo. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to be ashamed about. Actually, eleventh, but uh, who's counting? Uh, and Tim Ferry. Uh, well, I mean, if he was there this weekend, is there any doubt he would go one-one? No doubt. Not to me. We've podium Hangtown before him and I as a potent combination, but he's just. Uh, He's in Florida, you know. He's still not healed completely. He's doing some test riding for Fox Suspension, and uh, he's texting me about American Idol, and he's texting me about uh, JT. Is that get, show still on? Uh, I think it just ended. Who thank, won? Thank I don't know. God. I don't watch it. Or no, I think it ends tonight, maybe or tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know. And then he texted me about JT because JT got worked at Dade City Raceway last week, so we all thought that was pretty funny. And uh, that's about <laughs> it. So. What? So hey, so another quick question. Oh, I'm sitting here listening. What do you guys think about this 350 KTM bike? I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on this, and I'll let you go, and I really enjoy the show. Thanks. Kenny, what do you think about the 350? Dude, I don't know much about it, but what, what you've probably seen or heard. Uh... I was surprised, man. I The thing, like I said, there was a couple sections. Oh, Scott's gone. Thanks, Scott, for calling. A couple sections where the guys are coming to a complete stop and then drag racing up a hill. Not a real steep hill, but a hill nevertheless, and uh, the bike looked good, man. It looked didn't look like he whole shot, whole shot a deep, a dissed up start, you know. And God I, damn, I like, wouldn't think it'd be that big of a deal. I mean, you got two fifty F guys going just as fast. Yeah, but the, I've always, I've always described I mean, to the conditions that Tim well, Ferry has told me. Track conditions change drastically from and, from two fifty guys to four fifty guys. Fair enough, you know? but, but regardless, although this weekend the two fifty guys were after the four fifty guys. And they're so? still doing close to the times. Right. So there goes that argument. I'm just saying, you take a 250F, add another 100. Yeah, but that track, dude, you can't, you can't compare that track to any other track. No? You really can't. How, how do you think that thing's going to work at Southwick? Uh, I think it's going to be a disadvantage, yeah. Not so good. Yeah. Same thing, Glen Helen. Millville? Not so yeah. good. Millville, yeah. There's a lot of hills in Millville. Yeah. When's the last time you went to Millville, Kenny? I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Wow. Hey, Pulp on Show, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Manny. What's up, Manny? I'm calling for Kenny. So Watson, the the brothers paying you to be on the on the radio, is that true on on the web? Yes. You remember that uh the trip to Thailand last year, the the problem with the uh with you know, the agents with the with, with the, the police, the, the girl the... that kind of looked 18? Yeah. So okay, just... that was that money. That was a lot of money for your bail, dude. So you think maybe you can pay me now? Yep, no problem. Okay, so next time we're down there seeing all your friends over on that Jersey show set, you can pay me my money? You got it, Manny. <laughs> be good, dude. Keep it. All yeah. right. Thanks, man. Uh, Manny. Manny's got some funny, Manny's funny. funnies tonight. Uh, let's call Paul Lindsay. See what's up with Paul. He's, uh, he's our next guest on the Pulp Next Show here. No, Manny is really good friends with Paul Lindsay. And that was kind of like a, a pie in my face. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make me look bad. But you know what? Ain't working. It's a big grand conspiracy yep. to, uh, to, to F Kenny. FTW? No. F, F-, F- Kenny. F. Paul F- Lindsay coming on the show. FTW. You sure he's not trying to sabotage it? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Body bag and forehead. Hello? Paul Lindsay. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? Uh, as you know, it's Mathis, and Kenny Watson, and my buddy JR, and you are on the Pulp MX show live. Better known as the Moto Show. Better, aka the Moto Show. I was trying to think of a cool way to answer the phone rather than hello. Yeah. Like I'm, like I'm surprised you guys are calling like Joe's Beer Hall or. Hey, we 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 played we played your body bag and forehead clip earlier. Which one's that? Yeah, your interview this week with them. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, the one where you talk shit on me. (laughs) He didn't. I don't believe believe that's accurate. Yep. Yeah. He did no shit talking. Uh, Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, so, so where does leaving the show rank as the biggest regrets of your life? <laughs> um, right up there with starting the show? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that touche. Hey, good one. Yeah. <laughs> good one. I, just, I just pulled that out of my ass. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I have no regrets. I mean, I'm bummed it didn't work out the way I thought. But as you right. know, I mean, me and you and Kenny are friends, and it just didn't go the way I anticipated it right. going and it just didn't feel like a good fit and as it turns out it might have been a guys i uh got some other things going on in my life that you know could all uh-huh. work out for the best for everybody hopefully you, it works out good for you guys and maybe it works out good for me so i have no regrets you uh you mentioned on that show that you're getting out of the agent game i am as a yeah. matter of fact yeah i'm did you know that kenny no who knew breaking news breaking news um yeah. not really but uh, what? So your th- so your three clients are looking for guys, right? Yep, yep. Um, uh, Hangtown, what do you think? Uh, H- Hangtown was epic as always. I mean, shoot, it's the opening round of the outdoors, and uh, as you guys both know, it's bounced back and forth between Hangtown and Glen Helen every year. I yeah. sort of lost track of which is which every single year. I always forget which is the opener, but this year was Hangtown, and it was epic. I mean, it was just uh, you know, for those of us in the industry, we. I'm I'm a Supercross guy. I love Supercross, but just about like anybody, when Supercross is winding up, you're just jonesing for an outdoor race. And then near the end of outdoors, I'll be ready for Supercross again. But right now, I'm in full outdoor mode, and I just couldn't get enough of Hangtown. I thought it was an awesome weekend, great weather, great racing, basically everything it was supposed to be. All the guys that I thought were going to be up front were up front, with the exception of Barsha, and even he was quietly up front and fifth with us. 7.5 or 5.7, I think. Uh, right. And, you know, Tomac was a great surprise. Colorado boy, I was pumped on that. And uh, Reed proved a point. Um, quite frankly, I was surprised how many people were counting him out. Actually said something on the Racer X uh, pre-show about that, that anybody that thinks he's not going to be neck deep in this championship needs to put down the crack pipe and slowly back away. I think that was my exact words. Right. <laughs> and then the Alessi thing... I'm proud to say I predicted a whole shot out of him on that 350. This isn't NHRA quarter-mile drag race, folks. It's it's motocross, and it's, it's all know, reaction man. time, I, I not the bike. Yeah. At Glen Helen, he might have a problem. I'll admit that. That's, that's a horsepower start. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he proved that it's reaction time. I mean, I know I've done it on a 125 against a 250. So it can be done. It's just reaction time, and he's, Where? Got, he's got that. Where have you ever whole shot at a 250, Paul. I have done it twice. I've done it at a, a beach supercross. We're in, in Thailand uh, or something? America. Huh? We're in Thailand or China? In, in Chile, in South America. Okay. Uh, against a bunch. Of, I was the only 125. Two, and you were on a brand new bike, and they were probably on like 10-year-old two-strokes with no, clapped no. out. No, they were all on new bikes. And then I did it at uh, at Redbud. And it wasn't in the main, but it was in a, a Sunday qualifier mm-hmm. against So you were riding a 125 in the 250 class? I was racing 125 against a bunch of 252 strokes. One of the last, there was, the field was about half and half. It was a bunch of 125s and 250s. It was 01 the year that everybody was switching over. And guys like Brandis and uh, McGavern, Buckaloo, there was a bunch of whole shot, quote unquote, whole shot artists on 250Fs, and I yanked one on a 125 at Redbud in that deep loam, as you guys Fuck know. You're I, yeah, so I mean, no, it was just, it's, it's just cat like reflexes. That's what starts are all about, and unless he's got that part dialed, so. Yeah, um, and as does Josh Grant, and it's adrenaline thing too. As we always see, you, Steve, you've talked about it. These rookies, 
I talked about it on the motocross show as well. Adrenaline, talk about performance-enhancing drugs. Adrenaline, self-made adrenaline, is the best drug you can get, except it's legal. And you get it one time at that first race when you're a rookie, just like Barsha last year at Glen Helen. Grant, his first year, too. Exactly. Grant at, at, at Hangtown, good call. I mean, that's something that it just sharpens your, your reflexes and your hand-eye coordination everything. It's just I wish I could bottle that and have it every week in, in my riders. It's just uh, something It's priceless. And, and unfortunately, it usually fades away pretty quick. And, and uh, I made a joke on the, on the racetrack. Uh, motocross show as well that about that that famous quote that bevo told rick johnson when he won in japan or whatever it was uh that the only good thing about winning your first pro supercross race or your first pro race is that now everybody expects you to keep winning no let's get that straight that's what was, rick it, was it bradshaw yes exactly yeah that's what I, rick I, you know what? I was gonna say that i thought it was bradshaw it was yeah. bradshaw you're right because he won when he was 15 in japan yes against johnson and all those yes. guys so you're right but the yes, point is he uh I mean, that's a great point. Now that adrenaline and that rookie, gee, wow, look at me, I'm, I'm here, I don't even know where I'm supposed to be at. Wow, I'm top five. Wow, I'm winning. That's going to switch to pressure next week. Uh, dude, that's- you know, Paul, you, you're from Colorado. You've seen that kid come up. You know the way that guy was raised with his dad. You know where the background that his dad has. There's no, that kid has been raised from the day he started riding a motorcycle for that day. Okay? So, Fair enough. Fair enough. That kid is cool, calm, and collective. I ain't that kid, dude. His dad is the type of guy that would knock him straight off a pedestal. His dad ain't gonna let him get a big head. That I kid, gotta agree. He was pretty humble. He was more than humble. He was. I mean, you think you think uh, Shorty is is kind of G shucks with the big, uh, realistic smile. That kid. I mean, he he just couldn't believe he was up there. He, even on the podium after the first motor, he's like, "This is crazy." And then when he won, he just didn't even know what to think. And it's completely genuine, as you know, just like with Shorty. And he, you're right. I mean, he's not going to get overconfident or, or cocky, but he's going to – I think he's, you're right. He's bred for that. I, fi- I found it interesting, one of the comments he made that I didn't know. I thought he was just a training fool his whole life because of his dad being a, a pro mountain biker and the way they train and their work ethic and the, you know, the uh, Tomac compound down there where, where Bud Man and all those guys used to go train. Brayton's been down there, but – he said something that kind of shocked me. They kept it fun for the most part. I mean, he trained and he worked and he rode, but they kept it lighthearted throughout his whole amateur career so that he didn't burn out. They re- only recently stepped it up for, the, for his pro debut. He, he basically went and rode BMX bikes or chased girls, whatever you know, 12-year-olds do, through his whole amateur career at the track. He goofed around. And he did just enough to be serious about racing, but it wasn't some hardcore crack the whip like uh, Jeannie Carmichael training system or, or Colleen Millsaps, you know what I mean, uh, until recently. And I think that's brilliant. I mean, talk about getting a guy ready. You burn a guy out, you're going to have a Bradshaw or a Millsaps. Or, you know, we've seen too many of those stories in this sport. So. Hey, Paul, did your, the, the reason why did you leave the show was because your wife got pissed that I said that you went to the strip clubs. <laughs> Not hardly. <laughs> she know, like I said, she's no dummy. She knows me after all these years. Then why'd you get so mad? Why? Why did I get mad? Yeah, I didn't get mad when you said that. I said I told you my wife's no no dummy. I said that on the air that night. Yeah, well, okay. I just you know I just want to get the story straight. That's all. <laughs> no, no. Hey, uh, um, uh, Paul, we were talking about some of the pleasant surprises. Um, what about some of the disappointments? Uh, we spoke earlier, us three, about. Uh, Hamblin, Langston, and Way. 
Uh, my buddy JR had a point about Hamlin getting a mulligan maybe. But uh, what are some of your disappointments from Hangtown? Uh, Barsha, for sure. Um, and, and Dungey is the, is the big one. Uh, for me, and this isn't like a pat myself on the back, I told you so, bench racing thing, but my four, honest to God, I said it to everybody, I think I might have even said it on the on the pre-show, my four going in, in each class, in the 450s, it was Grant, in, in no particular order, but I kind of thought Alessi, Reed, Grant, Dungey. Those were my four. And then my wild cards were Shorty and Townley. I didn't have Millsaps in there. In, in, the, four, in the 250 class, it was going to be Purcell, Weimer, Barsha, Kennard, and I didn't really. And Barsha and Kennard might have flip flopped. So I kind of was like spot on, I guess, with with those guys. They were all up there overall. Tomac got in there and kind of upset the apple cart. Barsha, actually, the top. If you take Tomac out of the equation, I was spot on again in no particular order. Purcell, Kennard, Weimer, Barsha were the next four or five, and Wilson was my wild card, and he got sixth. So. The other one, like I said, in the 450 class, Reed, Alessi, Millsaps, Metcalf, I didn't figure in, although you can never count that guy out. Yeah, Medi, Medi and Sipes were good. Medi and Sipes were really good, really, very oh. impressive. Sipes and Metcalf were the surprise of the day for me. Dungey was a surprise. Mm-hmm. In a bad um, way. Shorty had a tough moto. It seemed like nobody could come from behind on that track, except for maybe Purcell. He was really a guy that pushed hard and came from behind. And uh, Hey, another, you know what my biggest beef about Sunday was? What's that? When I was at the pool at rehab, and it took the cocktail waitress like 30 minutes to get back with the drink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, I, 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 some guy called me earlier. He actually uh, some guy, he huh? called me, and then he sent me a text message, and he wanted me to ask you a question on the air. His name was, uh, I think it was Phil. He was from Nevada, and he wanted me to ask you, Kenny, specifically, how do you cover the race on the show when you're not at the race? Oh, you know how? Because I don't, because I don't go to, to the Nationals. Yeah, pretty much if you were listening earlier. Uh, <laughs> I I'm I, not into it. I, I think asked, it's lame. Pretty, if you listened earlier, I was asking Kenny some questions, and he pretty much was like, I don't know. I, I didn't see that. I wasn't there. And I know what you're trying to get uh, at, because uh, that's what I said to you. Stan from Colorado. Speed coverage. And, I, and I'm not claiming I win. I just told you I didn't go, and I'm not, I, I, I'm not even talking about the weekend, because I didn't, wasn't there, and I could really give a rat's ass. So, so you're getting my joke. That didn't go over both your heads? No, fuck no, no. no. It was, was it Phil from Nevada or Phil from, I don't remember. No, Stan. Stan. Stan, it was Stan. Stan That's from right. Henderson is what it was. Stan from Henderson. Uh, hey, what about the Diker? Did about what, I did about what I thought. Don't, the Diker, yeah, about the same for me. Uh, I, I thought it was a little disturbing that he was completely, literally in the furthest corner, back corner of the pits as you could get out of a, out of a rented motorhome and yeah. literally borrowed tools from one of my buddies that's a privateer that doesn't even make the main from Colorado. I thought that was just surreal. Um, like, seriously? And, and that he was the only one that showed up, yet Musquin and, and uh, some of those guys were cruising around the pits checking it out. I thought that was cool. And i got to be honest, too, I'm bummed about the opposite next week. I believe... None of our guys are racing. Yeah, the GP is going to be a ghost town. I think there's it no is. there's no Americans. Well, there's going to be uh, uh, Max Anstey, who's not American, but he'll be there. Ben Townley, not American, but he'll be Alessi there. Alessi will be Alessi. there. Alessi's um, racing it. The Moto Concepts guys, yeah, Moto Concepts guys. There was a release today. They're racing. Uh, I think Pickle and those guys are racing too. No, I definitely think. not. I talked to Brad this weekend. Okay, um, so they're not only Anstey. Uh, okay, no one else is going to do it, and. We'll see about the motor concepts guys, but I, they all don't want to do it, and they're going to fight to try to not do it. But we'll you see. You know, for me, as a guy, you know, I, I 
I wear two hats. My first hat is a fan from seven years old. I, as a fan, I'm just I'm crushed that they're not participating. As an industry guy, I see the reasons why. I know why Roger, Mitch, Ziggy, these guys are not competing. And it, to me, it's, it's BS. It's, they're, they're worried about these exotic work spikes, okay? Let's, let's, Kenny, you know, Steve, you know, what is the major difference? Some, some hand-fabbed aluminum uh, subframes was... or, or a one-piece carbon fiber subframe airbox like Caroli has? We're talking a couple pounds. I, I think horsepower and suspension, our bikes are as good as, or better. Well, no, they, I mean... They've got the... some exotic, unobtainium stuff that we can't run because it's production yeah but paul why would they why would they race there's no money in it for them they're in the middle of a se- they just started a series they could easily and i see co- that part of it too yeah. it's the weekend off and, and right. yada yada i don't know it's right there in socal it's Dude, the it first time a gp has come so it's these guys don't care wide. about that they don't give a shit about the history and they're all not that historians yeah, yeah well, they that's don't the care. part that bums me out they right. should well you need to come down on this one way or another Lindsay. come down on a side on so the side of what? No, I don't no, know. I'm, I'm I don't on know. the side of a fan. I'm bummed. Oh. And let me ask you a question. I, I think I don't. I, I see perfectly good reasons why. Hey, Paul, not when you had your team, yep. And what would you have went? Would you have made your guys go? I wouldn't have made anybody go, but I would have hoped my guys wanted to go, and I would have supported them 100 percent to be there. Absolutely. Would you like have went? Would you have went as a year bus- the World Supercross round? Would you have went as a business decision or for a fan? As oh. a fan, would you oh. want your team to go because you're a super fan, or would you want to go because it was the right thing to do for business and it was profitable for your program? Well, it's different because obviously, as a team manager and a team owner, I need to put my fan part aside and look at it strictly as a business. But from a business standpoint, hell yeah, <laughs> that race is going to get a lot of press. So I'd like to say I would have been there. What if what if there was no money? I say that race does not get a lot of press. I say that race does not. Pull your microphone up and then say it again. I say that race gets okay. Just nothing. Okay. It's not. It, um, it's it's going to get a lot of press. It's going to get less press because our guys aren't there. But it's like a boycott at this point. Hey, like the night the night left went out in Vegas. If everybody had showed, it would have been the race of the century. Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. I'll give you but that. But now that nobody's going, you're right. The press level is going to be down. But if everybody had showed, how, how about Josh Grant on his home track? Can you imagine him shredding on, on, on Glen Helen? Don't you want to see him go head-to-head against Caroli and the best in the world? Don't you? I mean, American pride? No. Uh, there, there's two sides to me on that, too, as a fan. As a guy that's traveled the world and raced the world, I know fully well that those guys are not slow. The American public is in for a big wake-up call if they think that, that Grant and Alessi and whoever would have had an easy time with Caroli and Musgren at, at Glen Helen. No, they, they're in for a big shock. You're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> because You're totally wrong. I agree those guys haul ass, but yep. just like when they came here to Bud's Creek and none of them hauled ass because they weren't familiar with the track conditions and the t- What are those traveling? guys going to do Fair when enough. they see that we fucking hill, that like big downhill? When, when you're on your home turf, Alessi and Grant would have handled those dudes, as would Stewart and Reed and everybody else. I'm not saying those guys don't haul ass. They do. I've seen it as well. But Fair enough. They it's do just have so a huge different. Disadvantage yes. as we do when we go there. Exactly. Hey, we got a call. We got a guy on the line. that has been waiting, waiting on a long time. Uh, Paul Bamek Show. You're on the air. Who's this? Well, it's Jody. You know how are you? Hey, Jody. What's happening? Well, I, I lost my orange helmet. How am I going to ride? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it. I, I had it and it was gone. Sounds like Jody Wise. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear that about your orange helmet, <laughs> Jody. I mean, you must have a bunch of them, though, right? I thought Dennis Davis. Well, no, we retire him every two weeks, and I 
I, I, I don't have one. Do you have one? No, no, I don't, Jody. What are your thoughts on the uh, on the GP, though? You must be excited, huh? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Get right. I don't have a helmet. <laughs> but I heard you talk about ass earlier. I yep. was wondering. Well, do you have a picture of... All right, Jody. Jody's on. Jody's gone. Uh, <laughs> I don't... That was pretty... That, that was one. That was, I, you know, I got to admit, guys, I've been kind of busy. I haven't listened to the shows that uh-huh. much. I've listened to a couple of them since I left. But I'd have to say, based on the few that I've listened to, plus the ones that I did, uh-huh. that easily takes the cake as the most bizarre phone call you guys have well, ever we had. Well, we had a weirder one. Giuseppe, Giuseppe Luongo, Luongo called in. But uh, hey, we got a call right now on the line. Uh, Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, is Watson there? Yeah, Watson's here. He's always Watson, here. Watson, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Who is this? Where are you from? This is Josh Grant, Alex Ewing. We want to know how we get passes to rehab. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I'll see you guys Sunday. We want, we want to come sit in on a team meeting. All right. You, so you guys want to talk contracts. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you guys will, will be in cabana number 43. That's the one up top that overlooks the whole thing. Does it have the pole on it? Yep. That has yeah. the stripper pole in it. And um, perfect. Jessica and is the waitress, That's where right? you have your own personal bartender. And a, a chef making hors d'oeuvres. And correct me if I'm wrong, if he signs a contract, that happens every Sunday. Every Sunday for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, perfect. And then, hey, we can even work it out because I know you're about to have a kid. We can even get a, like, a little crib built into the cabana so you can bring the baby and the baby will be under a mister in the summer Dude, when it's Wyatt, super hot. Wyatt the Riot will love that. There you go, bud. Hey, congratulations <laughs> on that, too. All right, I just want to call and jack with you. Thanks, buddy. Oh, we Bye. like it. Thanks. Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello? Hey, Lindsay, see that? Josh Grant just wanted to call in because he wanted he, he just wanted to know about going to rehab. He didn't want to bench talk. He just wanted to know how to get passes to rehab. For rehab. Well, this is he what, just on? Yeah, yeah, but he wanted but to call. he called back. Can he, he called back. Can we he, didn't give enough time, dude. Kenny extended hey. the offer that if he would sign with Rockstar Hunt Huntington, they could discuss contract terms at rehab on Sunday. I told him all our team meetings are at rehab on Sundays. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to talk, call in and talk to uh, hey, one of us. Hey, Team Green, I'm going to need about 750 k to hire Grant. Uh, why don't you become a sponsor and then uh, it's on. Hey, Pulp Mech Show, you're on the air. Tur- turn your computer down. Who- who's this? The Hasbin. Hasbin, what's up? Hey, I want to talk to Paul. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man. Welcome back. Hey, I got a question for you. Uh, you know, I'll uh, give you a racing question for a sport buster ball. Um, the time practice, how do, you, how do you feel about that as opposed to the qualifying races? Seems like there's a lot of guys that are looking at the uh, results from, uh, you know, that, that didn't get in that, you know, the, the qualifying times are so close with the smooth track. I think the um, heat races are probably a, put a better yeah, show. What do you, you think? I personally, Thanks, Asbury. We had I to hang up on him. His phone sucks. I, I dig the time qualifying. I uh, racing myself in Europe a lot. That's how they did it over there. I was excited when they finally brought it here. The 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 opposite argument can be made. How many four lap qualifiers have we seen where somebody fast crashed on the start and didn't make it? Had to go to the LCQ. Had an outside gate pick. One down the first turn pile up. Game over. They didn't make it. So we could always say that somebody that should have been in didn't make it in because of X, Y, Z. He's got a point. The qualifying times were close because the track was fast, but the cream rises to the top. You've got plenty of laps to get a fast lap in. I think it's more fair 
than than lining up and having some catastrophe happen in a four lap race and not making it, and then a, and then another three lap race, wherever those LCQs used to be, and they only take the top four on a forty man gate. I mean that's hectic. Kenny, Steve, you guys have both had riders in them. I'm sure I have. And I, it's, I was it's pooping like, my one time. Ferry had to ride the LCQ to national. And he yeah, had a bad gate gnarly. pick, and I was pooping my pants that he, number 15 wasn't going to make it, but he it's did. Bingo, exactly. But. So you're always going to have guys that are on the cusp of not making it. I personally think this system is more fair because uh, things go wrong, but you got two sessions to lay down a fast lap. I think if you can't do it, then you don't belong in the 40-man field. Right on, okay. Uh, I, yeah. I like it. I think it's fun to watch. It's my favorite part of the weekend. Uh, getting back to the USGP, though, by the way, um, I do believe that the Americans would work the Euros this weekend. And don't forget, I, I mean, Ryan, don't forget right. too, Rhino's, right. like Rhino's Racing and Ricky Dietrich, two guys I forgot. I'm not sure. What what are the odds Rhino cartwheels? Two to one? <laughs> what what are the odds Rhino doesn't crack top ten? I think people are getting a little excited about him. Oh, right he'll now. break top ten. If, uh, he, if he holds it together, if he doesn't have a crash or a bike problem, he finishes top ten all day long, Lindsay. I will take that bet. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk off the air and think of something good to okay. bet because you're on heroin. Kenny, what do you think? I never bet against Ryan Hughes. Wow. Sam, I'll back you on that one, Matt. Who? You'll back me, Jack? Yeah, I got, yeah. I got you back on that. Yeah. Ryan, I, you know, Ryan is a stud, but he's in a he's in for a wake-up call. Having said, that, having said that, I do believe he will crash out <laughs> of one I, moto I or whatever. he doesn't so that I can so prove my point. If he, if he crashes, we're, we're, are you going this weekend? Are you going? I am. Yep, I'll okay, be there. Okay, we, we'll do the bet. Um, I, 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 if he crashes, though, Meet him at the you know, if he crashes stand. out, uh, it doesn't count because that I'm, I'm thinking that's going to happen. But All right, I'll, I'll give you that even. I'm, I'm that confident that he's going to really, get out huh? off the pace. Yep. Hey, Lindsay, why are you going there as a fan or for business? Uh, a little bit of both, actually, mostly as a fan. Can you let uh, our listeners know that are you know people that were wondering what you're up to, what you got in the fire, or you can't let it out? No, no, I don't mind. I've been I've been talking about it to whoever asks. Actually, I've got a uh, potential TV show in the works that would be similar to what I wanted this show to be originally. Which is uh, I'm trying just trying to stay the course on that. And like I said, that's why I mentioned earlier it might have been a blessing in disguise because it's allowed me to focus on again the content. In my mind, was always more like a wind tunnel. And I, now I'm I'm going after that in a TV show format. So that's one of the meetings that I have out there for the uh, for the GP weekend this weekend. And then the other thing is, I guess there's a it's extremely flattering, but there's a new team which I get sick of hearing that. We all get sick of hearing that every year. There's 20 new team, quote unquote, new teams. Some guy with money, but there's a new team that is interested in hiring me as a team manager. They came to me. It was extremely flattering. I haven't seen anything yet, or. Right. I've been made an offer yet, but I, I uh, from everything I've heard, it's the real deal. They're going to do it the right way, which is the only way I'd be interested, not just because, not for my own pocketbook. I, of course, I need to get paid, but that's not what I mean. I want the budget to be right for the team and have it done the right way, and then I'd be interested because, Kenny, you know what that's like. To uh, Sound like a broken record, man. That's what everybody says when they start a team. Yeah. Well, no one ever is going to start a team and go, I do it wrong. I'm going to nickel and dime it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to well, not pay anybody. In, in. Oh, hey, we had those. I'm not going to throw any. Uh, I'll throw them under the bus. I'm fully gonna... MX. They came in. Who? They approached me last year, that Fully MX out of out of Arizona that was talking to Byrne and talking to Tedesco. And talking oh, to this that guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, they were going to hire me. And and we were got to the point of whining and dining me about salary amounts and everything and meeting them at the U.S. Open in Vegas. And they said one word to me, one phrase. 
they said, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're talking to mechanics, we're looking at rigs, and we've got to get everything in place so that when this thing gets funded, we're ready to go. And I said, excuse me, when this thing gets funded? Uh, and that was my exit key, Q, Q st- exit stage yeah. left, because as you guys know, Kenny, you more than anybody, it's you can't try to put a team together and hope that, you can't go sign Tim Ferry and say, okay, Fox, will you pay me 200 grand? Now I have Tim Ferry under contract. Yeah, that's you the go, game. you buy the yeah. semi, you hire Tim Ferry, and then you go to Fox and you say, and you go to Keith McCarty and say, I've got Tim Ferry under contract. What can you give me? Yeah, they, that's the old game for sure. Every team does it backwards, and that's why they fail. You put up or you shut up in this sport. The money can come if you do things right, but you have to put up or shut up. Hey, let Ferry, me ask let me, ask you, did it the right way. let me ask you this. Uh, uh, the team manager that came up to you, uh, does his name ride with Schmary Schmart? Is, is, he out of, is he out of Las Vegas? Does he have a lot of tattoos? Is he looking for a manager? I, I don't want to say because the guy that, that I'm supposed to replace is, uh, he, I, you might know him. So Okay. Right. I'm kidding. Please I'm kidding. do me the oh. favor. Oh, it's yeah. a brand new team. It's a brand new team. I know. I'm just kidding. I got no, my application cool. in a rehab. <laughs> Lindsay doesn't have enough tattoos anyways. Yeah, he can't, he right. can't fit right. in there. Hey, Paul, well, thank you for coming on, man. appreciate it. Good bench race oh, session. Thanks for having me, guys. I, As you know, I uh, just to set the record straight, I reached out to you guys. I don't want, uh, for, for whatever that counts for, I don't want people to think that you guys called me. I think it's appropriate to say that I asked you to be on the show because I just truthfully just wanted to bench race with you guys. Because you miss uh, it. You miss the well, show. No, it's it's yeah. weekend. You know, I don't know if you if you heard... But uh, we've been approached by uh, a pretty big network that wants to put us on Sirius Radio, on yeah. racing radio. Yeah, and the, the sa- that same guy that approached you approached me about running uh, Jeff Gordon's NASCAR team. All right, dude. Well, uh, we'll, well, as soon as we get on there, we'll let you know. <laughs> Perfect. Best as of luck at both ventures, As soon as you right? see me at Daytona, the Daytona 500 coaching uh, – Crew chief for uh, Jeff Gordon, I'll let you know. Yeah, be checking out. Um, oh, you you couldn't make it to Daytona time. because you couldn't get your head out of Brayton's butt. <laughs> or shorties, right? Or short, short, yeah. You got one. Hey, speaking of Brayton, how is that, dude? Is he all right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've only talked to him briefly via text, and uh, they're still just kind of wait and see for Texas. I think he's, for the most part, he's okay. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, because I know yeah. Hot Sauce, you know, his, he's... When's Hot know, Sauce coming back? He just started training a little bit, yeah. and... Uh, he was there on the weekend, watching, hanging out. Yeah, yeah, I saw him. Ribs, ribs are a gnarly deal. I mean, Hill, Tedesco. Now yeah, he, JB, he, he flew from uh, Sacramento to here, and we hung out on Sunday. Yeah, different different people react differently, and the body heals Best differently. Friends. Different people, but that's a that's a nasty one for sure. Right on, Paul. Well, I still think you're a douchebag, but it's all good. Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> the feeling is mutual, brother. I know. Right on. Thanks, thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> and uh, hey, yeah, let's talk this week about this bet. Because I I uh, want it and then and I, and I can't week, wait to say I told you so. Rhino will do get a few. And next week I will I will gloat on air about the, the, my winnings. Oh, yeah. All right, so. it's on. All right, Lindsay, thank you, man. All right, guys, thanks. All right, Later. thanks. Hey, Kenny. Hi. Yeah. Hey, Kenny. That was Paul. He wanted to say that. Fuck. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> you like that one? Hey, Kenny. Yeah. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> I could play that all night. Uh, <laughs> you and Lindsay, bros. Good. Buddies. Good. Buddies. Buddies. Like, t- like Tedesco. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we don't have too much time left. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, call in. Talk to Watson. JR. I love those new guys myself. coming in. 
new team, new money, this and that. Oh, and, I and, and, and If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. And, and you know what? No disrespect to Paul, and I hope he does. Yeah, yeah, no, I hope it works but out. you know what? At the end of the day, with the economy the way it is, there ain't no one coming in that's going to be dropping a couple million bucks on a stupid dirt bike team right now. Uh, it's tough, yeah. I mean, You'd be surprised, though. Maybe their dollar's going a little bit further these days. So yeah, Maybe they true. get more for their money. Who knows? Uh, oh, God. Uh, I'm with you, though. It's it's. There's been... I, I mean, I hope, I hope in, all in, those ten, in 10 years, I've probably heard about oh, sure. 40 teams that are coming in, you know, uh, yeah. to take over the world. And, sure. uh, and that's why I admire JGR, although they had a running start at it. But uh, Well, I always have this little thing with Koi. Like, he always says, why don't you buy my truck? Yeah. Why don't you guys do this? Why don't yeah. you guys do that? I go, Koi, my, the owner of my team, his dad's an asphalt contractor, <laughs> not a Hall of Fame <laughs> NFL yeah. coach, This bro. weekend, I was like, I answered the phone, and a guy was like, where are you at? And I'm like... I'm at the guy who lives off his dad's name, and he's standing right there. <laughs> yeah, I always tell Coy that. He's like, ah, shut up. I, I was know. like, dude. Hey, you know. Pulp MX, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, it's Hasman. Hey, what happened to that kid, uh, Tommy Searle, the KTM kid in the second motor? Watch he, the race, Hasman. <laughs> Come on, I watched the race. Don't, you know, I got shit to he, do. He had, I'm busy. He had yeah, a, that's why, that's I'm why trying to tell you, Hasman. Hasman, I'm trying to tell you. He, uh, he, went, he had a shifter problem, and then uh, the shifter problem kind of fixed itself, and then he went down and hurt his shoulder. Okay. So he's in the shit. Pulp MX show, you're on the air. Who's this? Can you feel it, Derek Masters? Can you feel it? We are just merely days away from the race of the century. <laughs> I think this is Giuseppe. Is this it's Giuseppe again? again. The reign of Giuseppe Luongo is upon us. Uh, hey, Giuseppe, what'd you think of the Hangtown race? So it, it, ran, it ran pretty smooth. Oh, oh, you know, I can't seem. I saw the race. But some reason I cannot hear race. What's problem? What's problem? Problem is Coons is cheap bastard cannot afford proper equipment, unlike Giuseppe Luongo. Uh, are you gonna, so are you looking forward to uh, – what, what do you think about Michael Lessie's ride on a KTM 350? Oh, the only reason that Michael Lessie win that race is because Everett was there to coach him and my Antonio Corolla was there who create that bike that won. Without it, he would be nothing. He's American, nothing. He is insect. I will crush him. I will crush America. Uh, wow, big bold words from Giuseppe yeah. Luongo, JR. Yeah. I mean, he's here. He's here. Uh, he's hey, this weekend, you're not going to see a lot of the top Americans. Is that, does that kind of bum you out? They are afraid. I'm not bummed because they are scared of me. They are afraid. Chad Reed, oh no, big walks. Big whoops, you are big pussy, Chad Reed. <laughs> wow. He's calling Reedy a pussy. Yeah, interesting. Ask him what he'll think of uh, the American margaritas at the margarita bar. Glenn Helen. Yeah. Right there. I, when I take over America, my face will be on every single dollar bill, and I will demolish that shithole Las Vegas <laughs> and that hard rock cafe, that brothel. I will destroy it. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Davey Coombs came out and said that the... Uh, a lot of their assistants. He is insect, and I will crush him. Uh, he go all day tombs. He is in the face of American motocross. He goes through races and picks up garbage. I will make sure he be picking up himself because he is the garbage. He cannot afford good sound quality for his races, and he cannot afford Glenn Helen. Uh, hey, Giuseppe. It, it wasn't his Chad fault, Reed's though. not American, dude. Aussie. Aussie, eh? It, Oh, I'm sorry. Is this Kenny Rogers? I did not know you were able to speak. I did not know that Carrie Hart allowed you to. 
He does. You are his lap dog. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, no, but seriously, Davy Coombs, the, the they had problems with the webcast. They said that they were they'd been attacked by a virus program. I'm wondering if it was Did based. You do it? Was it based in uh, Italy? I don't know. I was busy that day. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. Are you the virus? <laughs> was the virus named Luongo? <laughs> Then the virus named Luongo is going to crush the Nationals. Next year, you will all open your mouth and you will taste my youth stream. You will gargle it and you will swallow it. Wow. Bold words. Well, Giuseppe, thank you again for calling in. Uh, JR is going <laughs> to keel over here. You all right, buddy? On your knees next week. The race of the century is upon us. No one would even bother showing up to that shithole. High point. I, I would fuck I Baby agree. Come out, I will make him humble. Wow. Watson, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah. Happy. Sweet. <laughs> hey, thanks. Watson, you have nothing to say to me. No, I'm petting my dog right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should you will. I will be petting my dog, my pet thing, my dog named Kenny Watson. When I kick over American Motocross and destroy it. Give me a job, dude. I'll work for you because I like your style. You are lazy. I'm not lazy. You do not go to outdoor races because you are afraid. Harkin Huntington, more like Harkin Huntington. <laughs> Hardest working man in Supercross right oh, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Giuseppe, thank you for calling in once again to the Pulp MX Show. I can't believe you listened to this thing. Yes. All right, goodbye. We'll see you this weekend. Gracias. Gracias. Giuseppe Luongo, everybody, wow. calling into the show. Amazing. Hey, Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, Steve, it's Ruben. Hey, what's up, Ruben? How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're good. I'm good. We ju- you just missed Giuseppe Luongo or something. No, guy, I heard it. That's guy pretty to be funny. Giuseppe Luongo. You guys were just talking about Tedesco, and I actually uh, heard a funny story. I was wanting uh, Watson to kind of elaborate on it. Did you hear the story uh, about where Watson, where he wasn't Watson's best friend? No, no, no. I, I, oh. That one's old. <laughs> heard a story about Watson driving his motorhome across country and then dro- stopping at a truck stop to empty the septic tank. Yeah, and the thing pretty much blew up on me. You had poop everywhere? Thing. But could you elaborate, like start to finish, to make the story the whole we thing? Don't, we don't have that kind of time, boss. I'll, make, I'll make it into a short deal. What happened was his truck driver, his bus driver got sick, and we were at he, – he, he won the national in Colorado. His whole family was there. Um, he's Mexican, so that means he had about 50 people with him. <laughs> um, and his, his bus driver had to leave, so he had – his van behind the motorhome with his two practice bikes in it and he needed someone to drive it and I was working with Utopia at the time, Utopia Optics, and it was either fly back home, build goggles at the office or help a friend out. So, of course, I'm one of those suckers and said, hey, I'll help you out. Never driven anything like that. Got behind the wheel, drove. I'm driving and all of a sudden I I go, man, this thing smells like crap. I need to get this thing dumped. Yeah. So, Make a long story short, I pull into the to the uh, the Flying J truck stop. I call the driver. He tells me what to do. Um, so I hook the hose up and to get you know the the regular garden hose. Do all the thing, and all these people are standing around. You know, all these old people are on vacation, and they're like <laughs> talking about how beautiful this Monaco whatever this thing was. And I'm standing there. Okay, sweet. So I get up there and I go to do it, and I put the hose on, and I I pull the lever, and I didn't latch the thing, and the thing just Blew right on me, just covered no me way. in crap. Yeah, and I had like flip flops on, 
<laughs> rubber flip-flops and I was on concrete. I'm trying to get away from it and I slip and I fall <laughs> on my ass and I'm sitting right in front of it and it's just going right into my no gut. No way. That would be and the sickest <laughs> YouTube video ever. Oh, watch so it. T- I, I get up and I'm like dry heaving and there was like a gallon jug of Mr. Clean or uh, Simple Green yeah. in, the, in the compartment. So I take that thing, I get down buck naked in front of all these people, <laughs> pour the Simple Green over my head, run into the motorhome, take a shower, come back out and the dude from the Flying Jays trying to tell me that I have to clean it up. <laughs> he goes, this is a hazard, this is waste and I'm like, dude, Here's a hundred bucks. Do it. I'm not going to deal with it. Yeah. So I left. Uh huh. I'm driving. I'm almost getting into Portland. The sun's going down, and I'm like, "Why does this smell smell like crap? Right? Why does it st- smell like crap?" And I go, "Fuck! I couldn't figure it out." Tedesco call. calls me, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Hey, how's it going, bud?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't even. I, I, I don't even want to talk to you right now, dude." And he's like, "Why? What happened? Did you crash?" I'm like, "Worse." He's like, "There's nothing worse than crashing my motorhome. Yeah. Nothing else could have happened." He goes, did you rip the top off? Did you rip the roof off? Blah, blah, blah. Make a long story short, I tell him what's up, and the first thing out of that beaner's mouth is, that's shitty. (laughs) You know? So I'm driving, and it still smells like crap. I'm dipping, doing my thing, trying to, like, concentrate on what's going on, and it still smells, and I couldn't realize it. I look down on the steering wheel, and there's just poo on the steering wheel. Uh. And I couldn't figure it out. There was poo in my eye socket, and I was wiping my eyes, Come on. Grabbing the steering wheel. <laughs> well, yeah. I heard that story from Teresa. She was over uh, yesterday. Oh. And she said, I was telling her about the, the show, and she said, you got to call and you got to ask him about this. Oh, yeah. It's, so, it gets way better than that. So this. Teresa, Teresa, if you don't know, is Ivan's wife. Yes, I'm aware. And that's one of my best friends. Another wives. one of your best friends, yeah. No, she is. Oh, yeah. And this, so like this. this. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> you stink. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, you heard the story, and it, there's there's so much more to it. Did you tell you about the windshield fiasco the whole bit? No, she just told me that one bit part. We were laughing, and she said every chance that they get, they you know they want wow. uh, you for it. Oh, sh- my, yeah. My ask, first... ask her about the windshield. What? So between that and the bad boy tattoo, you've got some ghosts. Demons. Dude, uh, my life has been pretty gnarly, bro. And now MX Sasquatch chick, and you know, chick a, leaving you. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, hey, that's, you guys do a good job. Kenny, I got a total different uh, perception of you and outlook on you. I knew you from magazines and the guy with the big watch and the sideways hat. Yeah. yeah I still now you've a... been on the, the show and everything else. Still uh, sideways. <laughs> just, just a different outlook. Yeah, um, he, he's been good, Ruben. I, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. You know, I mean, Paul... As we as we just heard, Paul left the show, but Kenny stayed. Yeah, no, in. Paul was good, you know, with his statistics and everything else, but yeah. it doesn't replace what Kenny brings to the show. Ken, Kenny's not a stats guy. I don't know if anybody knows that. I don't know if anybody realizes. Well, shit, I called him out. He was. Tr- I'm a stats guy. Lindsay was trying to say that Rick Johnson. Oh, okay, yeah, but no, I need more stats. Like, because I listen. You guys aren't on Paul's level. That's it. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> hey, Ruben, thank you for buying a shirt too. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Hey, man. if you're a friend of the Tedesco's, next time you need a shirt, just let me know. I'll give you one. He All right, I'll call door. you. He bought a Pulp MX shirt. I know. I'll give you a Pulp MX shirt. Oh, you don't know where they're stashed. <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah, t- right, right there. I take what oh, I want. Ask him about the watch. Yeah, he does take, I saw he that. Does take what he hey, wants. Hey, Ruben, thanks. I, I tell Teresa I love her. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Ruben. I will. You guys take care. All Later. right, see you. We got a call here. Uh, Pulp MX show, are you still there? Yeah. Who's this? Who's calling? Uh, this is Dusty. Hey, Dusty. What's up, man? Thank you for calling the show. Uh, thank you for being on hold for a while. No, no not a problem. Hey, I love the, love the show. You guys are doing a great job. Um, but uh, I haven't been listening, so I just got a couple questions, and I'll catch the answer off air. But right. uh, um, one, I was just curious. You know, I, you got to have a 
certain amount of confidence when you go into racing. I guess I understand that. So I wanted to get your guys' take on like Alessi's confidence, uh, his post-race interviews and stuff, on how he killed the class and no sweat in the second moto. And uh, two, uh, what you think about other manufacturers fa- uh, following the 350 as far as uh, KTM have done. And, you know, maybe you guys already covered this, but uh, mm-hmm. All right. uh, that's just my questions. All right. Yeah, cool. Thanks for calling, man. Uh, I, I believe the Japanese are, uh, I mean, for sure they took notice to a 350 winning, but you know what? They didn't jump on a no-link. They didn't jump on a hydraulic clutch. They didn't jump on a lot of things. The Japanese are prideful. They believe that they have the right way, and so I don't see foresee anything happening in the 350 front, Japanese OEM-wise, for any time soon. I mean, they've already probably working on 2013, 2014, and uh, I just don't see that from talking to people that I know that work in the R&D departments. Yeah, I think if it does come in, we're not going to see it for five or six years. Yeah, and as far as Michael Lessie's, uh confidence, well, you know what? I mean, I didn't think it was cool for him to go over to JGR and kind of run his mouth a little bit. But like Grant said, too, I mean, Grant was doing it to him. I guess, I don't know, it's the way to do it. I, myself, yeah, he came across as a little cocky for sure. But if he keeps backing it up, hey. hey that kid, I mean, I knew him when he rode PW50s. When that kid showed up uh, at Anaheim Stadium, him and his brother, when they raced the, the 50 class, they yeah. went there to win, and they said they were going to win. Yeah. I mean, they've had that mentality well, ever since they threw their leg over the bike. And at Red Bud for doing a Honda poster shoot, they were telling Wyndham how to take the take the wolves, yeah. you know. And, yeah. And uh, they told Dan Bentley that the TVDF wasn't good enough for him. So there's always been that there with them, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, exactly. Hey, uh, someone made a good point on the chat room, man. If you, uh, if you got a 250F, you could always make it a 350. You Just could. Just punch it. Just yeah. punch it. Yeah. They, they, they vibrate a lot. They don't really run. I'm like just a telling you, man. If you if you really want to get one and you want to have a Honda 350, right. Step up. Do they make them that big? Rick I Peterson. I know all about. Oh, the big you know bores. all about what big bores, Kenny. <laughs> Cheater. Cheater. Uh, me and Grendel know all about them. Hey, somebody told me uh, Larry Brooks at Troy, Ohio, one year rode around with no seat and no side panels. Were you there? Do you remember? Who, that? Larry. Larry Brooks. Yeah, remember that? I don't Who know. Who is this mechanic, Bert? I, I don't know. No, Bert. I forgot about Bert's dead, isn't he? Bert's dead. I think Bert. Dude, nah. speaking of dead, I just heard that today that uh, uh, what's his name? Dave Crapo. Crapo. That's yeah. sad, man. Sad deal. He worked for Faction MX. He was doing some work yeah. for Faction. So yeah, he. Uh, uh, I'm down I, with that. Dave. I met Dave when he was working at OGO. Good man. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Like so many people have these these demons inside of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never. I'll tell know. you off the air some stuff about that that I don't want people probably don't want to let out but it was a sad deal for sure yeah this, this is uh for myself it's this last few weeks have been uh a tough one for me i've been uh i've been dealing with a lot of crap you know with with yeah. relationships and i had a, a a really 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 good friend of mine who a lot of people don't know um you might know his <coughs> name is mark the bear smith and yeah um he was uh he was uh brian deegan's trainer when when i worked um, I grew up with Mark, and then I got Mark the job working for Deegan, mm-hmm. training Deegan. Then he trained Tyler Evans, and he trained. He was he was the team trainer at Plano Honda for Ivan Travis Elliott, yeah. yeah, Billy Payne, and uh, Mark's been around. Um, he's uh, f- if you want to check him out, go on uh, you know Google his name and go online and, and and check out his fight. He he fought he had a fight with Dan Severn, who's one of the godfathers of MMA fighting. He's uh-huh. an MMA fighter and uh, died suddenly of heart attack at you know at a certain age yeah. in, in his thirties. Yeah, in and Hawaii, it just right? Crushed, yeah. crushed me, and uh, you know, between that uh, and a bunch of other stuff in my life, it's been kind of crazy. And then I had to hear about Dave. It's just like 
You know, life's short, man. Yeah. Life is short. Yeah. And the older you get, the more people are dying around you, and it's Magoo? crazy. Magoo, not that you knew him. Sharky? I didn't yeah. know. Shar- I knew Sharky. I didn't know Magoo, but yeah. I knew Sharky. But, yeah. hey, sorry to get on a bad one, but just uh, Well, good thing this show can bring you some Yeah, I mean, I'm life. just saying, what I'm trying to get at is, right. you know, you never know. You know, you never know. I mean, I could pass away tomorrow. You know what I mean? And uh, if I do, I just want to thank all the listeners for supporting me. <laughs> I'm going to have to call Paul up. Thank Paul for coming back. Yeah. Hey, Paul, you're back on the show. Kenny died. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't mean to make light of that. But 702-586-7857. Call in if you want to talk to one of us. Uh, we're winding the show down here. I got Kenny's Corner. Yeah. Here you we ready? Go. Favorite part of the show. All bro. right. Kenny's Corner. This kidding. is the part where uh, unsolicited, I give Kenny three names, and he does not know who they are, and he tells me the best story that's eligible for the air on these guys. Um, and the first guy, I don't even know if he's still – oh, got to answer that, Kenny? Wow, hey, Dude, that. I thought it was the MX chick. Every time, every time this thing rings, it could be the MX chick. But oh, it's not you, don't have, you don't have a special ring for it. Part of the show. All right. Hey, Paul, Paul, show. You're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is uh, Matt Britton from uh, Lawrence, Kansas. What's up, man? Just want to call and uh, what's going on, guys? I love your show, man. I love all your work you do, Mathis. Thank um, you. Thank you. Anyways, the question I got is, uh, hey, what about me, dude? Off, he hey, said, bro, off he, motive. He said, love what the about? show. Dude, you show. didn't say Watson. You just said Mathis. That's bullshit. No, no, you said it. Dude, I'm a Jayhawks. Dude, Mathis. Old G, man. Too, man. Hey, Pollard. dude, Mathis doesn't even uh, know about Jayhawk basketball, dude. I do. Oh, Lawrence. you do? You know you know how we bring it down here in Lawrence? Yeah. Well, yeah, I know how you do it. Nick Collison, don't even trip. Yeah, I like that style, man. But anyways, um, kind of a question was kind of like off-motor topic, but I remember a couple weeks ago you guys were talking about how, uh, like, pill addictions and all that stuff was kind of a pre-present dealing with a lot of racers. Is there a lot of active racers that are in recovery yeah, you know of. Well, funny you should say this because Kenny and I are planning on doing a show about this topic because it's something that Kenny knows a lot about. Uh, you know, Stefan Roncada, a couple other buddies of Kenny's that have had battled this uh, problem. It's a quiet thing, huh, Kenny? To walk, yeah, it's a, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, like I was just talking about my friend passing. Um, he battled an addiction problem his whole life—not his whole life, but for the last ten years. Sure. And uh, you know. I, I don't want to say that that's how he died, but I would have to say that might have had something to do with it. Um, there's guys, I mean, if you want, dude, I mean, I could talk to you off the air and, and, and talk to you about a, you know, a lot of guys and, and put you in contact. You know, I don't want to, you know, let, you know, giving people's names out if what they're doing is, you know, cool or they're in, but there is guys in recovery. In that's cool, man. Yeah, I've been, I've been in recovery for over a year now, and man, it's, Got my folks back into motocross, and man, I, that's all I want to do now. And I, I just know it's present, and I know it's it's there. So I was just kind of curious. Yeah, well, dude, like they say in the meetings, dude, you're a winner, man. And it's it's you know, if people don't understand that you either have an addictive personality and you you, oh, you fight sure. addiction, it's not like what's so hard. You just don't take them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that 100. percent You know, like oh, that's a simple choice. Is it a simple choice? But you know, if you're an addict, dude, you. You don't have that choice. You don't see the fine line between it, you know? You got it. But, but, uh, hey, I just want for you to know you're not by yourself, dude. You are not for by sure, yourself. And, I, mean, I appreciate it. And just, just keep up the good work. And, you know, if you want, um, email, you, can, email you can shoot me an email. It's, my email is Kenny at HHTAT.com. That's Kenny at HeartHuntingtonTattooCompany.com. Cool, bro. 
Yeah, shoot me a mail, I'll, and uh, I could put you in contact with a couple of guys right now that I know that probably have a few weeks under their belt that are battling oh, it because man. the Supercross Dude, for sure. I'm always down to help, man. That's, that's the newcomer's most important, you know. That's right. What's that pace but, uh, for you? Keep up the good work, guys, man. I really I love this. It makes my work go by so much faster. And I, I mean, motocross is my life. And you guys, cool. I don't know, I really appreciate everything you guys do. No Thanks, worries, man. Buddy. I appreciate the call. We're trying hard not to All be right. a copycat show, but we're trying keep hard. Keep up the good work, dude. Uh, for sure. Later, boys. All right. See you. Kenny, I don't imagine you read uh, Vital MX too much. Uh, it's a message board. Uh, but uh, there's a thread on there saying that we're just a copycat show and we just do everything the same as DMXS and all that. But, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Hey, let me ask you a question, Mathis. Yeah. Why would you even waste your time reading all that bullshit? I don't know. You're exactly right. Pulp MX show, you're on the air. Who's this? Gentlemen, Nash, one final time. Nash, what's up? Hey, Nash. Hey. I got no Kenny, problem nice with Nash. I got no nice problem with Nash calling. I like his Nash. questions. His questions are always very Nash intelligent. Nash is legit. He's spot on. Yeah, Nash is good. All right, Nash. With that being said. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Nash, Nash, wait, wait. Kenny, you, you, you forced me to wait, jog wait, a memory wait, from wait, my childhood Nash. with your Scott Nash. Nash. Uh, classic story. Nash. Uh, Nash. I, I, Nash. 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 Stop talking for yeah. a minute. Kenny had something to say. Sorry. I have, I have sorry. a question for you. Yes. I've been running to the mailbox for the last month looking for the <laughs> video that you said you were going to send. Yes, and I don't have mine either, Nash. Well, I'm a man of my word, and uh, there's no fluff, no BS. I had uh, some stuff going on. My grandfather passed here oh, at the home front, and uh, it's okay. He's 96, great guy, huge part of who I am, and sorry to – I mean, we're not talking about motocross, but to be honest with you, I have the tapes – you will have them. Mathis, if you're coming to High Point, I will hand them to you at High Point, or I'll mail them, whatever you guys prefer. Hand them to Mathis, and yeah, I can give I'll, him shit. I'll be at High Point. Yeah, bring him, the, bring him to High Point. Good point. I'll, uh, I'll bring him to High Point, and Mathis, I'm also bringing something else for you, too. Uh, uh, an exercise, a P90X? Negative. Okay. That's a buddy of mine, a, a guy I raced with up in uh, Connecticut, just grenaded his knees doing that. They got jumper's knee from doing it. Jeez. All but, right. Anyway, uh, any, what's up? I got coffee from a, a local uh, coffee place that is going to knock your socks off. Uh, I'm bringing it up there for you Sweet. guys. An appreciation for making my bike maintenance go faster on Monday nights. Right but, on. Um, anyway, enough enough about what I'm going to bring up to the Nationals. Kenny, I raced with a guy. He used to get race against Sheik when he was a kid. And I can remember coming into school. And the guy would be like, i got to race against this kid. He's got to cut the freaking seat out on his 80. And uh, he used to get all pissed off because Sheik would come down from New York and mow him at Raceway. Uh -huh. But my million-dollar question is, can you do a Kenny's Corner on Scott, Scott Sheik? Did we do? I think we did one. No? No, I don't think so. Oh. I don't yes. think so. Oh, he's got, I bet you he's got some, uh, yes. some stuff on that. Oh, man. There's so – I'm trying to – I, I want to tell you the best one. <laughs> The one, that's, right. the one that's fit for, you know. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This, this, this is a, it's more of a racing one. It's not more of a – it's what happened at the races. We, uh, we, we, we – back the year I worked for Scott, um, in between uh, the Supercrosses was the first national. And okay. it was Gainesville. And I, I worked for Sheik, but I kind of got the job – through Pat Alexander at Suzuki, kind of. Well, you hit the table a few more times to, to, and to make so. I went to work there, and and Scott Scott was my guy. Scott picked me, but I I really huh? his I salary yeah Suzuki paid him to pay me type of deal. Oh so, boy! Okay, oh boy! So 
we went, we did all our testing for Supercross. Well, we, we kind of did a little bit of testing before outdoors, not much. So our plan was, after Atlanta Supercross, where the Nicosil peeled off the bike, right. and I jumped on the <laughs> jumped track, on, and I tried to track. stop the bikes from coming by, and then Scott got <laughs> disqualified. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. God damn, I wish I would have seen that. Stop, so stop. we go to games. Is, is there video footage of you doing that know. anywhere, Kenny? Dude, I don't know. I love to see Ekman and Bailey call that. <laughs> so I go. We go to Gatorback, um, and we go to what's that track? To pass. Uh, give me some tracks in Florida. Uh, Reddick. 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 That it was it. In Hard Ocala. Rock. Okay. Reddick. Reddick. Okay. We go to Reddick and we're testing. Well, in Supercross back in the day when you ran carburetors. You never ran a 38-bore carburetor because it had a little blow-up at the bottom of it, and you could never get it out. But outdoors, you could run it because you never really, on a 125, got to where you needed to where your bike went flat. Correct. The best okay. way I could put it. So in Supercross, we had a carburetor that was a 36-millimeter carburetor bored to a 37 and a half. Oh so boy. we go outdoors, and Scott Sheik insisted that I, he had to run a 38 carburetor. Well, <laughs> the way our bike was built, I, we were testing, and we, we had a box, big as a garage, I'm not shitting you, full of pipes and cylinders from Pro Circuit. Mm -hmm. So one thing led to the next. We're out testing, testing, testing. Two days go by. We come up with a good cylinder, a good pipe, a good head, everything that we're going to run. So now it was time to get to the carburetor to jet it and make it work perfect. Well, mm -hmm. dude, I must have taken off, and I must have went through 15 air boot clamps from taking it <laughs> off. And, and if you've ever been a mechanic, you know about that on a two-stroke. If you take mm -hmm. it off and on mm -hmm. so many times, the screw gets stripped, the backing pops mm -hmm. off. So I'm, I'm battling the thing. I am battling it, battling it. I cannot <laughs> get the bog off the bottom. It just would not come off. And I kept trying to explain to him, just don't let the bike get there. Don't let it flatten out right. to no RPMs. Just keep it. And he was just like, oh, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Giving me shit. Giving me shit. And I'm like, no. He goes, I know you can do it. Just, just fix it. So he took off. He goes, I'll be right back. He was with uh, Jim Chester was there. Jim Chester. Chester the molester. Yeah, yeah. And they were, it was getting, it was probably about four or five o'clock. And he goes, I'm going to go get a sandwich. I'll bring you back one. But just make, uh, when I get back, I, you know, it was, hopefully it's done. So as soon as he, he takes off and I walk into the box van, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to think what I can do. And I look and the 37 and a half carburetors right there. So I go in there and I take the carburetor out of the box. I put it on the bike. I jet it. And it, the thing's bitching. Yeah, yeah. He comes back and I go, hey, Sheik, what do you think? He gets on. He goes, oh, I think it's good. I think it's good. So he gets on it and he rides it for like 15 minutes and he comes back and he's ecstatic. Oh, my God, I knew you could do it, K-Dub. Oh, my God, we're going to kill everybody. <laughs> so we leave. We leave there. We're going to kill everybody. We go to the track the next day, and we, we go off for <laughs> practice, and he, he's saying that the bike's a little bit too rich. And he comes back, and he goes, it's too rich. It's too rich. I go, what do you mean? He goes, it just sounds too rich. And I go, well, what does it sound like? For Scott Sheik to say something was too lean, he would always say, it sounds metal to metal. What? That's how, He wouldn't say too lean. He would say it's metal, metal to metal. metal. It's metal to metal. <laughs> it's metal to metal. It's the piston hitting the cylinder. I'm like, yeah. But make a long story short, 
<laughs> Mike Hooker at the time worked for Pro Circuit, right? And that's who did our stuff, right? And he comes over right in front of Scott, and he goes, "Hey, what what cylinder? What head? All this crap? Do you have?" I tell him what's on the bike, and he was like the guy. He guy would walk around with a with a flat blade screwdriver that was twelve inches long because he was the air screw. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Like he would go <laughs> through just everyone's air screw, and that was something that Scott had to have done. Uh-huh. So Hooker comes over and he goes, "What is this thing?" I told him it's a thirty eight carburetor, blah blah blah. So he goes over there and he's like. I see him look down. He's looking at it. He's like, he does the air screw. Sheik walks away, and he goes, you know there's a 36 carburetor on here, right? And I go, yeah. And I told him the story, and he goes, good job. Yeah, yeah. So he walks away. So first moto takes off. Scott Sheik comes around. Him and Lust crash together, and he came around probably like 15th. And he's coming over that big finish line at Gatorback, and he's pointing down on his clutch side. Uh-huh. Okay? But the day <laughs> earlier in the practice, the freaking master link popped off, or the chain broke, and his bike locked up. Uh-huh. So now he's coming by, pointing down, screaming. <laughs> Two laps later, he comes by, the radiator shroud's flapping. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? My bike's about to fall apart. Yeah. And I got Pat Alexander running. Well, what's going on? What's going on? But he's moving forward. Yeah. Dude, he ends up getting second in the moto with no clutch. No clutch perch. Nothing. A nub. And he's screaming the whole time. And he's, I could hear him saying something about the clutch, but I couldn't hear. Right. Because the mechanics area, he was yeah. slow. You came out of the pit. So and he right crosses there, the yeah. finish line, all the cameras around him, and he's just like trying to talk, and he's drooling and spitting. He's freaking out. And I go, what's wrong? He goes, I had no clutch. I had no clutch. And I look down, uh-huh. and there's no clutch lever on the bike. First thing I think is the pin popped out. Yeah. But I'm like, wait, it was Are you mean that one coming out of the motor? No, No, dude. the clever on the – And I'm thinking okay. it's to the rubber, the cover. Because you said look down, so I was like, okay. It was over the cover. <laughs> right, right, right. Dude, Sheik rode that whole moto with no clutch and got second. <laughs> so he goes back to second moto, and I go, well, what ha- – the, the radiator shroud just pulled off of the radiator. Yeah. Bolt was still in? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, how did that happen? He goes, oh, I had the sweetest line, K-Dub. I had the sweetest <laughs> line. After the, in the back, you go around. It was like a third gear pinned, and I would cut to the inside, and there was this wood stake, and I would just barely clip it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? I go, don't go there no more. Yeah. He goes, it's fast. It's so fast. <laughs> Next moto, Pal Alexander's like, what happened? And, and i just like, oh, dude. He's like, oh, you're sh- shrouded? I'm like, no, no. I didn't tell him what happened. What do you know? Three laps in, second moto, same exact thing. Oh, yeah, The yeah. freaking thing flapping. Lever and shroud. No, not oh, the lever. lever, shroud. But the, make a yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, he got second, and I had, that, I had that little piece hanging in the box fan all year when the guy tried to say, oh, this was wrong and that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I go, bullshit. You rode Gatorback with no clutch, and oh, you got yeah, second. Oh, yeah, you did tell that story about, yeah, here, here's your clutch that you got second with. Yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Because that one race at Mount Morris where he won the moto in the second moto, he got like sixth, and he came back and told me that his bike wasn't jetted right. He couldn't jump the triple up the hill. Yeah. And I go, but it was fine the first moto. Yeah. And you had no clutch at one time? Yeah, and you got exactly. Second? So yeah. he, he's a knucklehead. And, uh, you know, I, I hope Scott's doing well. I know he's had some struggles with addiction like a lot of people are going through right now. And uh, really, really good dude. I mean, we ended on a sour note, and uh, we became good friends after. But, you know, he's a good dude. Did he ever knew that you had the smaller carb on there after he talked to the guy who was the jetting genius? No, Hooker never told him, but I ended up telling him. You did? After. Yeah. <laughs> after. Not like I'm talking years after. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys do one story of you leave the names off, but things that you've done to bikes to mentally help a rider that you've all worked for? 
that, in other words, they get obsessive compulsive about certain things. You know, like Steve, you, I heard you say, the monkey rider wants me to do this. And it gets to the point where it's probably so frustrating because you know it's mental, but you guys have to bring them through it almost like do something, say you did it, you really yeah. didn't do it because it's not going to hurt them in any way, shape, or form physically, but they think everything's fine. Like Sheik with the carburetor. He yeah. thinks he's got a 38. Well, you do what you got to do. The bike runs good. Everybody's happy. One time Birdwell, and this was his kind of when he was going out, he insisted that I ship the fork and shock off to FMF to get the oil change, and I'm like, bro, you've got literally 45 minutes on this stuff because you didn't ride <laughs> the Nationals. But I'm not, and he's like, no, I can feel it, man. It needs it. It needs it. And I'm just like, I don't know, I had a long drive or something. So, you know, I just took that stuff off, contact cleaned it up, put new stickers on it, bolted it on, and said, yeah, yeah, dude, all, all better, all better. Uh, so I did do that one I, time. I had one with Phil Lawrence when I worked for Phil Lawrence uh-huh. back yeah. in the day. Um, it was a 99. And, uh, Tim we Ferry were, beat him for top privateer. Yeah, we were contending Mathis for the top Toon. privateer. And uh, it was between Tim Ferry, Heath Foss, and Phil. But and Mathis tuned one. Yeah, Mathis once again, I'm not on his level. Right. But, but you weren't on his level, Kenny. I was just going to say, I know, I know. not on his level. But you know what? I had a lot more chicks going on back in the day than he did. Just, oh, my just God. Just Top Factory Phil. Top but the problem is, with Phil, he liked he to chicks. drink Jack Daniels, and he would stay out super <laughs> late at night. Okay? So with about four rounds left, I remember to this day, I was at uh, it was New Orleans. From New Orleans to Las Vegas, that dude got graphics and an air filter and new tires. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Is yeah. that when you is that when you used to run on the pit board? Heath is your boss. Boss is your boss. Boss is your boss. <laughs> boss I do like boss. that story. That boss is dude, that is beautiful. Hey, hey, Mathis, can you do a podcast with Factory Phil? I mean, uh, that would yeah. be epic. No, no, yeah, for sure. Pingree's told me to do one too. Factory Phil's a good dude. Factory and uh, and Ping was telling me that dude, he'll lay it all out like he's not scared. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that'll come up for sure. Oh, dude, at you, some should, point. you should hear his stories about the Great Western Bank days. Yeah, those are awesome. <sighs> Phil, uh, I, Phil wish, got I, w- I wish they had a time machine, fellas. Phil, anyway, hey, great show. Thanks, thanks for everything. Thanks, I'll man. talk to you soon. All right. Hey, Phil pulled some serious chicks. Dude, they were talking about rock stars. Five, four best friends flying around in a private jet to supercross races. Yeah, going to strip clubs all night long. Yeah, leaving the strip clubs after the races and hopping on your private jet. I remember one time I flew. Back with them, and we stopped somewhere like in from Florida. Or, yeah, we you always got to stop in like Texas to refuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were. In, I think we were in like Kansas, Kansas maybe. or Texas. Yeah, and we stopped and we get out and there was this. There was these chicks that worked at the at the plane thing, and they're all, "Who do you got on the plane?" And I'm like, "Oh, the Backstreet Boys." <laughs> <laughs> Classic, Kenny's Corner. We had one, so I'll leave. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. This isn't the the tear off segment. Who did the noise? Who did that noise, the tariff noise? Come on, let's do this. Okay. I don't know if this guy's still alive or not. Eddie Staub. Ed Staub is alive. Okay. Give me an Ed Staub story. People don't know. Mechanic. Ed Staub is. For Curry, for Evans, for a bunch of guys. Very, 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 very unique individual. Yes. Ed Staub. Ed Staub. um, I met Ed Staub through through the Racer's Edge. Uh, out and see me, one of our sponsors, and uh, Ed was uh, one of the local guys in town that used to race. Um, Ed Staub was a racer and was a pretty good racer. Was he? Um, yeah. Yeah. He was a uh, really good. Like he 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 rode. Uh, he never rode any amateur amateur races, but he did a lot of the Transcal Golden State and was a really really good uh, C rider and moved up to the intermediate class and. 
Ed, Ed um, you know, he, we were at Paris when Ed raced, and uh, there was this dude that used to race with one arm. And he was tucking this big double, and Ed wasn't doing it, and we were giving Ed yeah. shit about it. Uh-huh. Like, how can that dude with one arm jump it and you're not jumping it? So Ed goes, what gear is that guy? I'm like, dude, he's in fucking like second. Just yeah. like, bop, bop, bop. Another F-bomb. All of a sudden, Ed's coming, and he's hauling down the straightaway in Paris. It was down the, the, in the front. In the back? Or, no, no, in the front. The front. It went yeah. right by the tower. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie grabbed third and went to the moon, bro. <laughs> he was so high in the air, and he threw his bike away, uh. and he broke his femur, and that was the end of it. Then he became a mechanic. Mm-hmm. and uh, Battled substance problems. Yeah, he, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I would... You know that's his 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 nickname back in the day was ELD. Eddie loves drugs, um, and he he's not afraid to tell you. He yeah. he started work. He started he he dropped out of school like in sixth grade and started hanging out in pool halls. Yeah, phenomenal pool player. Really, pool player, ping pong. Didn't know that about he, Eddie. And stuff. his nickname was Fast Eddie. Yeah, because yeah. that guy was a hustler. He will hustle and hustle. ELD. And he did the same. He did the same thing on working on a bike. Awesome, awesome, awesome mechanic. Like. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't talked to Ed in a long time. I was going to say, when's the last time you saw him or uh, talked to him? Probably the last time I saw him was when he worked for Billy Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago. Right. Um, he's, he's had his problems just like me and everybody else with substance, and he's, he's doing his best and working on it every day. And I, I don't really know what he's up to. I know he's working for an amateur kid and takes the kid riding and okay, training the cool. kid. And Good. He's, he's in the game. And always friendly. Always a good Always dude. a friendly dude. Good dude. But just like everybody else, when you get turned on to all that crap, it's not a good deal. Uh, and, uh, all right. Uh, sec. I got a choice. You have a choice because Nash took one guy. Dave Die or mm-hmm. Greg Schnell? You take Dave Die. Okay, take Dave Die. Dave Lie. Dave Lie. <laughs> okay, everyone doesn't know. I don't know if you guys know who Dave Die is, but maybe you could give him an update on Dave Die, who he is. Uh, works for Hanson right now. Still talk to him. I talk to him weekly. Um, he worked for Chad Reed uh, when Reedy in 2003 when he won the championship. Told the team manager at Yamaha, uh, I want to throw battery acid on your face. Quit after one year. Worked at Yamaha Troy for many years. Tim Ferry for years. Swink at, Swink for you. No, you weren't there then. Yeah, Swink for you. Triple uh, X. Um, what else? I thought oh, worked, worked was a magazine guy at FMF for a long time. So. And, and the AMA, no? And the AMA was technical inspector. He was a sound guy. Okay, so now you guys right. know who Dave Dye is. I just rattled off his career. Whew. Dave, Dave Dye. Okay, I met Dave through Timmy in Florida. And... Timmy says, hey, I got this dude. He's my practice bike mechanic. He needs a job. He wants to go do this. Okay, people that don't know Dave Dye, Dave Dye does not need a job. His family, his stepdad is one of the West brothers. Bill West. Bill West from Florida. used to own Gatorback and do all that kind of stuff. World Sports. World Sports, okay. His mom is like one of the VPs at Ticketmaster. Big money. His dad owned like watery refineries in Florida. Whatever. His original dad, yeah. So he comes for money, and he just needed something to keep him out of trouble. So we go to Anaheim, we go to uh, LA Coliseum, nineteen ninety eight, uh, first round. Mm-hmm. I know this story, but I'm in yeah. I'm in my truck, and one of the AMA officials comes up to me and says, "Hey, Dave, die your mechanic?" And I said, <coughs> "Yes." He said he just had a seizure on the floor, and they're transporting him to the hospital. I'm like, "What do you mean a seizure?" Mm-hmm. They said he had a seizure, a brain seizure, and he went into convulsions. I said, "Wow, yeah. is he all right?" You know, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna, they're just gonna keep him." So, anyways, he did that. He had to go back to Florida. He's at, he's back home for maybe three weeks. It's right before Seattle. 
And he calls me and he goes, hey, I'm ready to come back to work. I'm all good. Mm-hmm. I said, are you sure? Just take your time. You know, it's not that big a deal, you know. He Swingster's, goes, no. Swingster's not exactly lighting it up out yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> and he said, no, I'm ready. I said, okay, let's do it. He goes, I get in LAX at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Let's go. Uh-huh. I said, no problem. I drive the box van. I pick him up right from LAX. We head to Seattle. Okay, I pick him up. He, he flies from Florida. Yeah. LAX. To LA. I said, How was your flight? He goes, Dude, I slept the whole way, man. It was great. I said, Cool. Yeah. I get in the van. He gets in the van. I start driving. I'm not even to, vi- to, uh, to like Newhall Lan- or Lancaster or yeah, yeah. like Valencia yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in the sleeper sleeping. <laughs> I'm driving, driving, driving. Three o'clock in the morning comes up. I'm getting into like Reading, uh, Grants Pass, you know, right yeah. before you get into Oregon. And I go, Hey, Dave, Dave, can you drive? Yeah. I go, dude. You've been sleeping for nonstop. You've been sleeping <laughs> for 13 hours in my, in the van, yeah. and you slept the whole way here. He uh, goes, yeah, dude. Just I just got to get a Mountain Dew and 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 take a pee and and get going. I'll yeah. be fine. I yeah. said, no problem. So we're going through Grants Pass, Oregon here, bud. Uh-huh. I need you to be on your toes. Yeah, no problem. Die gets behind the wheel. I jump into the sleeper. I'm not shitting you, dude. No less than 15 <laughs> minutes later, <laughs> I hear this noise, and I'll never forget it. It sounded like the gnarliest fucking impact. Another F-bomb. Uh, F-bomb, I'm sorry. Impact, like someone just took a car and just ran into another car. <laughs> I wake up and I open my eyes and I just see sparks. Dave is in the guardrail in Grants Pass in the mountains and I look over at him and he's sleeping <laughs> at the wheel. Just 15 minutes? Like no. this. <laughs> Dude, he's into the thing. And the only thing that's keeping the van straight is the guardrail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I start screaming, Dave! And he wait, he's like, oh, oh my, oh my God. He freaks out. He stops. I'm like, dude, you could have killed us. What is wrong with right, you? Right. What is wrong with you? And he's crying like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, ain't no way. I'm going back to sleep now. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. He jumps back in the sleeper and goes to sleep. Again. So I drive yeah. the whole way. I get about, no shit, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And, I, dude, I can't pull yeah. it no longer. You Dave, played every game, like can hang you your please? head out the window, and yeah. No, he yeah. slept the whole time. Never got out of the sleeper. <laughs> so, one of my other buddies that was up there, my friend Jim, lived in Oregon. One of Birdie's friends met up with us. We stopped and ate, and yeah. he followed us. So I, I'm driving, and he had one of his buddies, and I go, dude, there's no way I can make it in, dude. I yeah. can't make it in. So I'm sleeping in the back, and next thing I see, this dude smoking pot. In the driver's seat. <laughs> and I tell him what hotel to go to. And I'm sleeping. And he goes, yeah, we're here. And I get up. And I'm driving in. And I'm like, just like not paying yeah. attention. Well, him and Dave drive right under the overhang <laughs> and rip the whole top <laughs> of the box fan off. Oh, shit. So, dude, the whole side of my box fan oh. is weeded. The top's yeah, yeah. peeled off. <laughs> the w- tire's all wobbly. I'm just like, and what I have to call I have on? to call Kurt Haller and tell him this yeah. one. <laughs> Later that year, we're in Minneapolis. And Denny Stevenson crashes, and we're staying at Denny's house. It was between in Nebraska, yeah. In Nebraska, yeah. we're staying there between Millville or uh, Minneapolis and Dallas. And dude, Denny crashes. Same thing, goes into convulsions. He has a yeah. seizure. So we go back to Denny's house, and we're there, and it's <laughs> just me, Dave, and Denny. And and he's like, "Hey, Kenny, do you think like either you or Dave?" can drive my truck and I'll, you know, we'll follow. Mm-hmm. And I go, why can't you drive? He goes, oh, well, I'm on this medicine 
that makes you super tired and you can't drive on it because you fall asleep. And Dave goes, oh, yeah, dude, I was on that same stuff. You can drive on that. The doctor told you not to drive on it, but I did. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Are you kidding me? So, there's so he's on his medicine. Yeah, he yeah. was on medicine. He was like on tranquilizers. Yeah. Dave Lai, he almost killed me. Oh, good story. Good story. Hey, let's do an X-Brown goggle tear-off segment. Hey, thank you. Kenny doesn't uh, need the PX90 also. Mexican. No, Kenny does not need the PX90. Kenny's slimming down. Kenny, hey, if the Justin, Mexican Firebird. If, if JR ever gets him his treadmill. Dude, I've offered three times, four times. To he, says, he says you haven't. No, he has. He has. I, I flaked. That's why I said I just need to get it. But I got a great spinner. Uh, okay. I uh, go to the gym and I work X-Brand out. X-Brand Goggle tear-off Eat segment. Right. X-Brand Goggles, result of 25 years of goggle technology. Check them out on thexbrand.com. This is uh, another segment we have on the show where I ask Kenny three questions, and he has 15 seconds or less to answer them. I'm not even going to start the stopwatch because yeah, Kenny... Got, like, hey, did you guys ever follow Dirt Nasty on, uh, on Twitter? No, who is it? Oh, uh, dude, this guy's comedy. Dirt Nasty? Is it, It's not Big Nasty, right? Because we had Big Nasty in the studio. It says, look, this is the kind of Twitters he sends. 11 women were convicted of raping a man in 2009 in the United States. He was one of the victims. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he's not a moto guy. He's just called Dirt Nasty? Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's go. Okay. X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. 15 seconds or less, Kenny. Are you ready? Yep, do it. Are you ready, Jer? No, stop. I'm going to ask you one question. Oh, man. Uh, is Michael Lessie going to win the 450 title? No. There we go. Uh, predictions for this weekend's USGP. Give me two predictions. I did it with the big nose and uh, <laughs> the guy with the smelly armpits. And and I guarantee you the guy that wins has really bad bo. And <laughs> bad teeth. In the other class, the the MX2 class, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Zach Osborne. All right, that's uh, a stretch, but I'll go for it. Uh, Kenny, last question. Do you care about the motocross nationals? Not if, I'm, not if my team is not out there racing, no. But I care about my friends that are out there, and I like to see them do good. And what about this show? Do you care about this show? I live for this show. Okay. So that means you have to do some research, and we have to talk about the Nationals. Yep. Okay. Uh, J- Justin. Uh, do your homework next week, Kenny. I do, you could, uh, no, I, I play stupid. You've been good. No, no, no. I play stupid, good. but you could ask me a question, and yeah. I will give you an answer. No. Okay. About a National. All, all right. All right. Get the results uh, right in front of me. Um, let's play this game. Yeah, I like this. How did Kyle Rico do this weekend? Uh, I know he had one good moto. Uh, I want to say maybe ninth overall. Ninth in a moto. Okay. Yeah. Ninth in good. the second moto. Yeah, ninth in the second moto. Okay, good. see, that ain't far No, off. no, no. No, no, I'll give you that one. Uh, in the, in the uh, 250 class, I, to t- I want you to tell me uh, how Dean Wilson did. Uh, what did he go, like 10-4? Yeah, 10-4. Wow. Watson's He's showing you up. Yeah, he is. I didn't think Watson would get it, but once again, the man comes through. Wow. He me surprises me. Maybe you're on my level. You and who? <laughs> Me and Buzz. Buzz, yeah. Buzz. Buzz Altman. Oh, Buzz Altman. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Justin. Yeah. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Oh, how did I get one of these? I thought they were Kenny's. Your no, buddy's Nick Way. Oh, my buddy's Nick Way. Your yeah, buddy Watson's Nick Way. All buddies with Nick Way. All buddies with Nick Way. Okay. Does Nick Way rebound from his disastrous performance, and can he get a top five overall? Well, of course he rebounds. A top five overall is... I think he can do it if he ha- he's got it in him. Um, I think he needs a couple people to maybe have a bad race. But <laughs> it's 15 seconds. You waffled pretty good, bud. Yeah, well, you know. 
Hey, uh, we're he not- does rebound. Yes, for sure. All right, we're not going to be on the air much longer. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to call in and ask us a question. Can- I think Nick Way, I love Nick Way. I do too. And I, I think I love Nicole a lot more. But Wow, I think- like Teresa love? Or? No, no. <laughs> Close, they're good friends. They are. But uh, I think Nick um, is going to have a really, 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 really hard time finding a ride next year. And I don't like to see that. You well, know? I think he had a really, really hard time this year. But and, sure. and I think you know? what he did with, with Brown, and I know Alan and him are cool, and that's all good, but I think it's going to be hard for him to go back to them. But Nick has a way of talking. Nah, he's, you know, never, he's never been the type to burn bridges. No, yeah. and also as well, uh, it's more to it when you're not winning, you have to be a marketable, outgoing kind sure. of guy, and he's got that covered. Yeah. Paul Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Yeah, this is Eric. Eric, what's up, man? Where are you calling from? Sacramento, how you guys doing? Hey, we were just there. I was just there. Watson, yeah. Watson was not. But thanks for uh, thanks for listening. I What's was up? there. I was at Crazy Girls. I got trapped. I thought you went to the truck race. No, I went to Crazy Girls on Saturday or Friday night. Oh, didn't make, the, didn't make it to the race? <laughs> What's up, Eric? <laughs> Eric? Eric? Yeah, yeah. You're Quest, up. You have a question? Hey, yeah, I just wanted to say, man, it was some pretty good racing this weekend. Was was pretty excited about it. it was, weather turned out good. It was awesome. It was. It was a good show. Uh, I know the internet had some problems, and, and MX Sports was getting roasted a little bit, but uh, they're working on it, and uh, there's some, some bad stuff happened, but it, it was, was it, a was good race. Was the pollen race. flying in the air up there this year? What? The pollen? The little white Yeah, pot. dude, everybody was struggling. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, big time. The that. wind was blowing really bad. Yeah, so. there's, there's some dudes on the circuit that hate that race. I don't know too much about riders, but, make, but industry dude, I dudes. I hate it. Yeah. I got the worst allergies. Man, it, was, allergies. it was the nicest uh, to see Reedy come out. I kind of... That was good. The first moto and the second moto, you rode strong. Did you listen? Awesome. Did you listen to the Pulp MX preseason podcast I have on my site? Uh, no, I didn't get to catch that one. No. Okay, yeah, I pretty much called that. I said he would do exactly that. <laughs> Easy, Paul. I called it before the first moto too, and then the second moto was pretty amazing to see Alessi do what he did. But uh, I like to see those guys with the chitter chatter at the end of the race and stuff. It was kind of cool to see the. Yeah, a little rivalry starting, I guess. Yeah, you know? starting early. I know, I know. Hey, yeah. Ken, hey Kenny, yeah. somebody on the in the chat room said that Nick Way would be a perfect fit for the Rockstar HH team. <laughs> no yeah. comment. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. uh, I, I, I'll say right now, dude. If if we don't get what we need to get, there ain't no way we're gonna go race for eighth and ninth and seventh place. No, nope. ain't happening. All right. I'll be I'll be, I'll be going to get another job. All right. There wow. it is. There it is, we either, Eric. We're either getting good like guys that are going to be on the box or be top five every week, or uh-huh. we ain't going. What if Bonnie or Bonnie or Blos is listening to this? Huh? What if Blos or Bonnie are listening to this? That's fine. They okay. either set their game up and show and okay. show something. All right. But I think those guys, both those guys, have the talent where they could be there. Yeah, I'm they, not they're, saying they're they were good. Yeah. I'm not saying they're out. Of the All right. Picture. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. What, uh, what else, Eric? What else you got on your mind? Uh, not much. Just, just one. You know, I was pretty excited about the racing this weekend. Obviously, right around the corner, twenty minutes away. You know, oh, yeah. I know, I know, it's not one of the best tracks on the circuit, but I can't complain when it's that close to the house. You know, no, what I'm no, definitely not. Are you a dirt digger? No, I'm not. I know a lot of people in it. I heard Watson's comments. I agree with them to some extent. When some of those guys put those shirts on, they kind of over overstep their You're telling bounds. Me. But there's a lot of guys. I don't know if you guys ever went to that place in any time, but the week. Around that national, that complete pile, you know. So. Yeah, we, we tested there at Yamaha. We went up two weeks early, rented the track, tested there. Joke. What a, what a, yeah, what a joke. It's a first, of all, yeah. first of all, I got suckered into driving the box van. Everyone else flew, so I was bitter anyways. Right. 
But <laughs> the settings we came up with for a dry, hard-packed, dusty, shitty track had nothing to do with the national track. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like I said, yeah. I live 20 minutes away, and uh, I probably I maybe once a year go out there, maybe. It's just, it's not, you know... It's good to have it. It's in the backyard. Let's put it that way. I mean, I'm glad the dirt diggers go through all that effort to put on a national. Or I just wish they were a little nicer. Going down to SoCal, or obviously we got Washougal that's only you know eleven and a half hours away. We've made that trip before too. So uh, I just wish the dirt diggers. Some of them are just dicks. Let's face it. Yeah. Some of them are yeah. just dicks. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good guys. Yeah, I don't yeah. know all yeah. of them, but good there cop, is a couple so guys maybe. that they put that shirt on and they just yeah. turn into different people. I agree. Maybe yeah. the dirt diggers so. could wear orange helmets. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> did well. Hey, thanks, Eric, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the call, Eric. All right, man. Good show, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Do you think we. Hey, right. Eric, you still there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are we copycatters? Do we copy other shows, or is it disgusting? No, I mean, you know, hey, off? I'd listen to some of the other stuff here and there, but I just kind of recently got your guys' stuff about a month ago, and, you know, now I, I enjoy it. I, I, I don't know what the deal was when Paul Lindsay was on. I actually missed the first part of it this, tonight, but uh, mm-hmm. been catching it when you put it on the podcast, but I really like Watson being on there. It seems pretty cool. I like it, digging it. All right, cool. Thanks, man. All right, take it easy. Pulp MX show where we copy other motocross shows. You're on the air. Who's this? Hey, Tyson. You guys are totally ripping off that body bag guy. Come on. Come clean. I know. Watch hey, uh, yeah. hey, Steve, did you talk to uh, Reedy after the races? I just read that Monday uh, interview they did on Racer X, and, and he comes across more and more confident. I think he pretty much nailed it. But uh, how is his demeanor after that? Uh, you know? I didn't talk to him, really. I, I texted him. I said, where are you at? I want to do an interview. And then he said, I'm in the bus. Yeah. And I was driving out of the, of the track, and there was no way I was turning around. So I didn't talk to yeah. him after the race. I just said, good job, very impressive, because it was very impressive. Um, this is going to get good with, with, with JG and Reed and Alessi. There's not a lot of love there, and uh, it's going yeah. to get good, I think. Yeah, you think the two-week, uh, this week off is really going to help these guys regroup then? Uh, yeah, Mikey, Mikey the missile, he's going to do the USGP, so we'll see. That might well, help him. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah well, it's going to go grenade himself. What? Probably go grenade himself. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. X-Brand goggles, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, has been. Got to fly the flag. Yeah, hey, you did a good job on that on that previous shot. I just busted your balls. Before. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I know. Well, JT, hey, J- been, hey JT, JT texted me like halfway through the second moto and said switch equals flipped. So he, 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 he called <laughs> yeah. me out on it because he had J- Reedy's back and I kind of didn't, so. All right, man. Make sure you buy, uh, you buy uh, let's see, some different dots for me this weekend. Yeah, yeah I'll, do, I'll do that. Uh, All right. Has been calling it again. I, we need to get to the bottom. It has been like what is like why he's so passionate about the show. Why he calls in so much. He twitters me a lot. Like Dude, he has no life. He's got nothing better to do on a Monday night. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. He hey, just Kenny. Likes the before show. we wrap it up, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Kenny, how were the truck races? You went to. I don't even know which which league you went to, like which it's organization. It's but, the Lucas yeah, Oil I know. Race. Those, okay, Lucas Oil yeah. Series. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Jeez, JR. Well, there's only one. You want to tell here. me how they are? Apparently, you know so much about them. Oh, so there's well, two now, dude. I went. Yeah, there's two. You went? I went yesterday. So did he. I never saw you there. I was chill. You I left had, early. I did. I did. I left early. I had my son with me. The weather was not very good, and I bailed. How like, how's they? the weather not going to be good? We're in Vegas, dude, in May. Dude, it was raining and all windy and cold up there. Come oh, on. man. You were there. Not good for yeah, a one it was, year uh, it was. Uh, the races are cool. It's cool because I go there and I get to see all the old boys that, uh, you know, when, when I started doing, you know, doing this job in the industry, you know, Ricky Johnson, 
right. Jeff Ward, you know, Brian Deegan, Twitch, of course, Kerry Hart. Name dropper. Um, the, all these guys are there racing, and the king, McGrath, yeah. seven time. Yeah. He's he there doing night. his thing. And uh, it's, it's cool to see these guys, you know, doing something different and just seeing them out there and how people respond to them when they don't know. Like Rick Johnson walks through the middle of the pits and no one knows who it is. Right. It's just crazy. Anybody McGrath, have anybody run up to him with a bad boy tattoo, I wonder? Not just me. <laughs> Can't be, where was it on your arm? Right? Where was it? Uh, it was right here. You could barely, you could see like the spike maybe if you really look. Let me hold on. You could see the outline. Oh, yeah, you can. Let, yeah. me, uh, let me Twitter that. No. Dude. Yeah, come on. No, no. Let, me, let, me, let me put no. it. But anyways, that was, it was cool. Let, let me show people where it was on your arm. McGrath. McGrath. Uh, okay, it was right. McGrath didn't do that good at the race this weekend, though. Kind do you of know why? He, he, drove, why? he drove the four, though. Why, why did he switch from the Pro 2 to the 404? Because what he's doing, since uh, if people don't know, there's two series. There's a Traxa series. Right. And his That's sponsor, his, sponsor um, his team drives for in that other series. They're contracted because it's a monster event. Yeah. So he could not drive his monster truck, so he drove for a different team. He drove right. for... He's, he's driving for the Stronghold Motorsports team. Exactly. The Pro 4, but, but he drove the four, but he couldn't drive his monster truck or his monster team in that series. It's a conflict. Why? So, but how's Johnny Greaves there? Because they were on the same team. Because Greaves' contract was they're going to do one and one. Uh, okay. So, so you're saying we're going to see MC at the, uh, yes, at the Torque in a, Series. Yes, in a two. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. RC will never, ever, ever race off-road trucks because he straight told me... There's no money in it. No, there is none. These guys are just there having fun. Yep. It's all dudes with big pockets that yeah, you're talking need about, something to do. You're talking about eh, probably five grand a day just to go out and test with fuel and but tires. RC has made enough money where he could do this. But he's smart. Sure. He's not going right. to throw his money away to right. go race. Right, right. I'm sure MC's not spending his own money, right? No, he's not. Ricky's yeah, not spending sure. his own money. Hart's not spending his own money. Um, Deegan... Is not spending. He, Deegan might be spending. Deegan might be spending, spending some militia of his own. money. He's spending yeah. some of his he's own. He's spending yeah. militia money. It ain't his money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's got a bus there and all that. Uh, but there is zero dollars in it. On Twitter, PulpMX, I just posted a photo of Kenny's tattooed arm, and underneath the black ink is where the bad boy tattoo was. And that the day that he ran up to go see RJ at a autograph signing, <laughs> showed RJ, and RJ just was like. Oh, uh, yeah, that's great, kid. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Look at you. Love I that rode story. my bicycle like eight miles in each direction to meet Rick Johnson and stood in line for two hours. He freaking pretty much Love rock that story. He gave me the Heisman and, Trophy. And he's still the same way. That's the no, me and RC, are, <laughs> me and Rick Johnson, are, we're pretty cool. Yeah. Because I had to call it him It only out. took you 15 years to get in with him. We need to get him on the show. He won't do a podcast with me. but I had no idea. I talked to him this weekend. He said he thinks you're a douchebag. Yeah, I, I, I bet he does. Wow. But he he's not me. on your level yet. He doesn't know not me. Not on your level. RJ doesn't know me. You're lying, Kenny. He doesn't know. Uh, he doesn't even know who you are. Right, exactly. Uh, no one really does um, besides Tim. All right, well, let's wrap this party up. Yeah. This Later. This a great show. Okay. Uh, yes, thank you all for tuning in. This has been the Pulp MX Show. We want to thank our sponsors, JGRMX. Josh Grant was our guest tonight. Check them out on the web. Uh, they've got some top privateers running their stuff, motor and suspension mods. Uh, please visit them on the web, and, and you can get the same suspension and motor as Justin Brayton and Josh Grant. X-Brand Goggles, 
30% discount for this week. Punch in the code Xcode2010 at xbrand.com, eksbrand.com, and you can get 30% off a set of goggles. And uh, same goggles Michael Leslie wore to decimate the field in the second 450 moto, I might add. As well, one of our bigger sponsors, tremx.com. Free shipping, any orders over $100 anywhere in America. Home of the Racer's Edge, your one-stop shop for all things moto. If you pulp, if you punch in Pulp MX Show, all caps, you will get a discount on your order as well from Jason and the guys at TREMX. And that has been this week's show. Next week we're coming back, Kenny. I don't know if you yeah, knew we'll that or not. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be back. Here. We'll be back after the USGP, which I'm sure you will yeah. be on the side of the fence with your shirt off, waving those guys on. Uh, you know what? This weekend I will be there. No, you won't. You're going to rehab. I know, but hey, I just want to give a shout out to uh, all the guys um, at JGR for helping us out, and a special shout out to Jason and Scotty over at TRE for yep. all their hard work. And uh, please support them because they support yeah, us. Yeah, if you, if anyone's going to Mammoth, uh, go by and check out there. They're going to have a, a vendors booth up there selling uh, t-shirts, you know, tear-offs, goggles, lenses, whatever you guys need, whatever your needs are up at Mammoth. Uh, they'll be there, and uh, go by, and even if you don't want to say nothing, say hi and say you're a fan <laughs> of the show, and say hi. Say hi and have a J- good time. JR, JR, thank you for coming. Anytime. Your insight is Dude, often JR's uh, awesome. yeah, invaluable. Sure. Yeah. Uh, underrated, even. Really? Can Kenny get that treadmill off you or what? Yeah, I think that's the only reason why you keep calling me back, right? Just for the treadmill. <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting upset. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Catch us on the archives, uh, Pulp MX Show um, on, on iTunes, and uh, we will see you next week. Go, America. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. <laughs> You're so wise, but like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.